0: Welcome, everyone, to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Tim. Ooh, numbers,
1: numbers. <laughs> this is a horror movie podcast. I couldn't think of anything to say. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you'll just pretend
0: numbers are scary. The concept yeah. of numbers, in and of themselves. Basically, yeah. okay.
1: <laughs> In a way, they are, because... Uh, yeah, you know, what what is a number but the uh, inevitable climb towards death that is aging?
0: Okay, I, I thought you were going to go down like debt maybe there. You know, it's what is a number sure. except the money you owe and will never afford to pay back. Mm.
1: There's that too. Yeah. Hey, why am I doing? Why do people think I do this podcast? It's because I, I I lost so much money to you uh, uh, in my my old gambling days that I have to pay it back. Yep.
0: Yep. This is also why I'm poor, because I'm waiting on this cheap bastard paying me back for all his gambling debt. <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome, everyone. We normally, of course, review a horror movie, but mm-hmm. this is a bit of a special occasion. We decided to be- mm-hmm. we actually wanted to squeeze this in October, but then Tim said, no, I want to do five subspecies movies for some reason. <laughs> so it ended up being a November thing instead, and that is us revisiting our top 100 horror movies of all time. Well,
1: to be fair, we we had to make sure to watch all five subspecies movies before we made the list to see if they were eligible. <laughs> no, I think the more accurate thing, Tim, is that we had to
0: watch all five subspecies movies within two weeks. Otherwise, we'd never remember what happened in the previous movies. <laughs> that's very true. I think that's more the truth. But we've both made our own top 100. We did this for the first time in October 2016. It has been... wow. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, 2017. Sorry. It's been six Mm -hmm. years since we did this. I think the original plan was to do it, like, five years later, and we just kind of didn't think about it last year. So here we are today Mm -hmm. in 2023, and we're going to both run down our entries. It'll be quite simple. Tim will give his number 100. I'll give my 100, Mm -hmm. 99, so on and so forth. A couple rules, though, uh, to set things up. Firstly, um, Mm -hmm. because, obviously, there's going to be duplicates between the two lists, we're doing something i don't know if we've done this in screams before but i've definitely done it on ace at least once which is if tim says a movie that i know is on my list higher when he says what it is i will say hold and we won't Mm -hmm. talk about it yet we'll wait until it's in the higher entry on my list to talk Mm -hmm. about it so tim's got to be on the ball here and be aware of what i'm saying is on his list higher up Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea being is that it saves a bit of time because we're not going to have to talk about the same movies twice and there mm-hmm. may be a lot of overlap we'll, we'll find out by the end how many but this isn't going to be all in one episode obviously there's no mm-hmm. way we're sitting here doing 100
1: movies each in one go this will be a three part experience my prediction is, is we will have at least one or more entries that appear on both lists my guess is more Tim Okay, well, I'm saying one or more. I'm saying definitely more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, either way, we'll be right if... <laughs> unless we... unless it's zero, <laughs> then we'll both be wrong. I've got a good feeling. I've got a
0: good feeling that I'm more accurate than you are. You're you're being all vague with this one or more. I'm like, no, it's definitely more. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll both be right, though. <laughs> okay. You're a coward, but you'll be right. <laughs> all right so uh, we'll get into it the only other thing is, is I do have our previous list so I can tell you as we bring up our entries mm-hmm. if they've moved up if they've moved down or if indeed they are a new entry and we'll see how much things have changed obviously we've had six years of new horror movies we've maybe revisited other classics that we either hadn't seen before or maybe we appreciate more now but either way we'll see how things shake out but yeah it's mm-hmm. simple so top 100 horror movies of all time Tim yeah <laughs> You're up first, buddy. Oh, dang. Okay. <clears throat> Are we
1: starting from the top or the bottom? <laughs> from number one hundred <laughs> and working our way up to the best. Yes. Okay. Well, I put the best at one hundred. That's so the how it, you want me to-
0: We've never done this that way, Tim. <laughs> ever. No one's ever done it that way.
1: <clears throat> uh, let me just reshuffle my order and I'll just do it by alphabetical. Um, <laughs> Don't make a mockery of this (laughs) this, uh, (laughs) prestigious award ceremony, Tim. All right, so my number 100, this is kind of a tough entry, um, and I'll I'll explain why. All right, so so my number 100 is Creepshow 2. (gasps) That, by the way, was your number 20
0: last time interesting (laughs) (laughs) that's a hell of a drop time yeah (laughs)
2: uh
1: so well here's my reasoning um and i I think i I know why i had it so high before but so this is an anthology film and i don't think we covered it on the show yet um i don't even think you've seen it if i've if i remember our conversations correctly
0: no i've not seen it yet we've done the first movie
1: and two's sort of waiting in the ether to be done at some point so here's the thing: the first one actually had a, a fair uh, amount of stories in it. Um, there's at least probably uh, I can't count off the top of my head, but there might be like you know five or six stories or something like that uh, in the first one. So the second one, it only has three stories, and if you include four, if I guess if you include the wrap around, but you know the wrap is never much of a thing. Um, so here's the thing: the the first story, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's Kind of dull, a little boring, and... It really didn't age well. Um, oh, oh well, no. It's, uh, it kind of
0: the premise. It's, <laughs> oh, can I just say I love that we're doing our hundred best horror movies of all time. And the
1: starting point on your first pick is here's what's wrong with it. <laughs> there's, well, there's a lot of context for this, okay. uh, for this entry, so That's why I have to go into it. So if the, the premise for the first uh, story, I'll just say is it's like, um, this kind of, this like general store kind of out in the middle of nowhere, um, and it's, you know, run by these two uh white people and they have um, you know, one of those uh you know, like Native American statues in front. Um okay. I don't know if you remember that episode of Seinfeld where <laughs> Jerry bought uh like one of those uh I forget what they call them. like T- like c- the- No, no, it's like a like a cigar Indian or something. I, I oh, think they call okay. it or whatever. Um there, there there's an episode of Seinfeld uh where he, he buys one of them and then ends up blowing uh, up in his face of course but um but the premise of the story is it's basically like you know this white couple is murdered by um this like criminal native american and his uh kind of gang and then the the wooden you know uh native american statue comes to life and like seeks revenge but it's like yeah if you watch it now it's like pretty you know problematic uh it definitely doesn't uh stand the test of time the the statue does look kind of cool when it comes to life but it's like weirdly long and kind of dull and again just doesn't, doesn't age well so the first story is not good here's the thing though the second story is phenomenal it is so good. It's legitimately might be one of the best, like segments of uh, uh anthology horror movie, like ever. So that's why you know I i included it on the list, and that's probably why I ranked it so high the last time. Is because just kind of uh, going from that first one a lot, or I'm sorry, from the second one a lot. Um, but yeah, the second story is uh, called The Raft and it's based on a Stephen King short story and it's just really nasty. It's got this great creature effect. It's about, you know, these like horny teens that are trapped on a raft in the middle of a lake that are that there's like this like weird tar monster that's pursuing them. And it looks so cool and uh, it's just great. Like I, I can't stress it enough. It, it really is just one of the the best um you know, anthology segments are there's a little bit of a, a problematic part uh, to it as well, but uh, seems to be a theme
0: here with these stories, Tim.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's really good though. Like it's 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 worth uh, the price of admission for the movie. And then the third one is like okay, um, it's like uh, this lady is being pursued by the ghost of this hitchhiker. Um, so it, and it's not like horrible. Um, But uh, it's not great either. But um, the the second segment is so good. It just really does uh, a lot of the heavy lifting. And I actually do like the the wraparound. uh, It has like some animated segments, which is kind of funky, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I have it kind of at the bottom of the list here, uh, is because it is very uneven, but the parts that are good are, are so damn good. Uh, and, and it's something I liked and watched a lot as a kid. And, and in general, I like the creep show, uh, franchise, even though there's only like really <laughs> two good, uh, entries in it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's my number 100.
0: There's going to be a long 100 with how in-depth that description was, Tim. <laughs> I,
1: nothing else needs that much context. Everything else should be easy breezy.
0: You say that, but I feel like you're going to start your number nine and eight. You're going to be like, okay, I have to tell you about the day I watched this movie and the entire morning leading up to me watching it because I tell you it's important to the context of why I love it so much. Okay, my number 100. Well, Tim picked a problematic film because he's a problematic individual. I picked uh, a a movie directed by a woman that is a feminist horror film. (laughs) Oh, you you want applause? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I want applause. (laughs) My number 100 is Slumber Party
1: Massacre. There you go. (laughs) Atta boy.
0: I was being a little facetious, of course, but uh, yeah, yeah, bizarrely, this entire franchise is all women directors. It's just a weird detail about it, but. (laughs) <laughs> um, so this is actually up a little... Or sorry, it's down a little bit for me at number 91 uh, last time. But yeah, number oh, 100 yeah. is Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, the original uh, 2 is obviously the zany one because it's got the weird <clears> guitar <throat> thing going on. But the first one's kind of like this encapsulation of just like not taking itself too seriously. <clears throat> Silly slasher movie uh, with cookie or at least memorable sort of archetypical characters. Yeah. and just the fact it, it, like, it's not a great movie but it's a fun movie like the killer's dressed all in denim like he's in a canadian tuxedo <laughs> and he uses a drill and he doesn't even wear a mask he just looks kind of menacing like that's it that's the whole thing uh but it's fun i never don't have a good time watching this so yeah i'll leave it short um, and sweet
1: uh oh by the way were you meant to say hold no 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 okay good <laughs> <laughs> uh no i, I mean uh, it's not on my list but i will chime in uh that it you know it is a fun movie and in general kind of a surprisingly fun franchise uh yeah you know, it's uh no, those aren't bad watches I,
0: I do not regret watching any of those movies and there's four of them now because the the new one uh came yeah. out a couple years ago so yeah that's my number
1: 100 uh tim what is your number 99 number 99 is the howling you may continue so- uh so a a little bit of context but it won't be actually i'll say uh, this is down from 51 sorry there you go uh so yeah the the reason why i do have it kind of lower is because and i think i mentioned it a lot on the um review that we did but the middle of this movie is unfortunately like really dull which i think is such a shame because it has such a strong opening and such a strong ending i really really love those two parts of the film the middle yeah unfortunately it, it, it once he gets to that kind of like hippie commune therapy retreat thing um there's a lot of stuff there that's kind of like all right now we're just spinning our wheels until we see the werewolf and when we do see the werewolf it is legitimately cool looking um, it's, it's one of the better ones of the, of the era for sure yeah yeah uh so I, I think there is like a lot to be praised but it's just uh that i i really wish like this is something that maybe if there was like a director's cut that like trimmed it down or just made the middle a little bit more exciting. Cause I, I really want to be like, Oh no, like, yeah, the howling rules, like, yeah, it, it should be really up, uh, high up there. And it's, uh, it's just hard to justify with, uh, um, how boring it gets uh, <laughs> during that time. But I, again, just, I can't stress enough that the opening in the middle, I love, especially the opening is so gr- has like this very grimy, like city, uh, feel to it. And it's, it's not even like before there's even like a werewolf introduced. It's like this, like, Pervert, like a serial killer that they're chasing down. That's like, oh, it's a lot of fun. But
0: yeah, I, I can concur on the opening being very good. uh mm-hmm. I have to ask, do you think the fact that you, since last time, have seen all the sequels, that it's, that it's, hurt your opinion of, that does. of the word howling a bit.
1: <laughs> I think it does. It 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 did uh, damage the brand a, a little <laughs> bit. Unfortunately,
0: we we went through an obvious vampire movie mm-hmm. to Australia. To line dancing, to the circus, <laughs> to a Twilight knockoff—like we, we we went the gambit on that whole thing. Uh, so very good. All right, uh, my number ninety-nine. This is another silly fun one. This is the thing: like you have to balance the serious picks, but then the silly movies that you love for what they are, you know. Sure. And my number ninety-nine, which is a new entry, is the Invisible Maniac. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: I will continue. You continue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is just Hold like- on. Let me get this sandwich and uh, <laughs> ho- hopefully I won't choke on it. <laughs> That's a reference to the movie. He's not being weird. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Invisible Maniacs, a movie that I remembered seeing in TV a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then we were starting to do the bonus episodes. Like, I think you suggested mm-hmm. it as our first bonus episode on Patreon. And I went, yeah, yeah, I remember this movie. We watched watch this. <laughs> And it's actually a really funny movie. It's this teacher Mm. who's got invisibility serum and he goes around being a complete pervert when he's got invisibility. (laughs) Uh, You hear him snickering with laughter watching the girls' locker rooms. Uh, It's not like it's got... I mean, actually, that does have some good kills, because that sandwich scene mm-hmm. uh, that you mentioned is, is, pr- <laughs> is pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, the characters are over the top. Like, everyone's really horny. It's just a really <laughs> silly, funny movie that is very, very watchable. Um, it's got some of those great, bad movie kind of, like, lanes of dialogue. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who have been flown in to, like, listen to his uh, presentation about his invisibility right. uh, yes. technology. <laughs> and there's just this random guy with a thick American accent. He says... I flew all the way from Helsinki for this. I think that was the line (laughs) anyway. It was something like that. If it wasn't
1: Helsinki, it was somewhere in that range of the world. So... I remember it's like he, he's addressing like the world's top scientists and it's just like a table of like four yeah. or five people. And I, I remember he says something like, you know, like uh, men and and then like he positively and goes and women. And there's like this stern looking woman at the table. It's like, <laughs> just mm, one continue. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like and so it, and not only that, and
0: not only is it just like five people at a table. It's in like clearly a rented bit of office yeah. space where there's nothing in the room whatsoever. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, OK, OK. But it's a blast. Uh, it was. It's like when I was trying to think of some of my career picks that like I really love mm-hmm. these movies. Like, what, what did I get on here? Invisible Maniac sort of spoke to me, and I was like, you know what? That's making the list.
1: It's making the list it. <laughs> no, very good. Yeah, that's a fun one. I mean, I I love you know the dumb eighties nineties cheesy uh, over the top movies, and that's a that's a good one. That's a that's a good party movie. I, I I like to call them like you know you throw it on with friends, maybe have a couple of drinks, so order some pizza. That's a good time. Yeah. All right. What's your 98, Tim? All right. I was surprised that this, this one made the list, but, uh, you know, it's one I, I, I've i probably been thinking about ever since we did the re- our review of it. Oh. Uh, And that is last year's? Yeah, I think it was last year's Halloween Ends. Oh,
0: interesting. New entry, of okay. course. That, yeah. uh, that, I I just know I have to check for that one because it only just came out.
1: In the last few (laughs) years. But that's an interesting pick, Tim. Uh, You may proceed. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, we've been really harsh on uh, David Gordon Green's Halloween trilogy. Uh, So I was going in expecting to hate this. uh, And lo and behold, I I was surprised that, like, it's not the best thing in the world. But considering how much, like, Halloween Kills was so bad and so off the mark, this was actually really interesting uh, to me. I think that's like kind of the key word is they're trying new things. It was refreshing. Um, Yeah. It it was actually going like for something different and it, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a shame that they seem to kind of back away from it towards the end. And then it becomes more of a traditional, you know, Halloween movie. Um, But I I mean, before that though, like I, you know, and, and it's very derisive. Like, you know, there are some fans that absolutely hate it, which I completely understand, but I like the big swings and the swerve and, um yeah I, I just it's it's just something that's like you know been on my mind a lot but you know the more i think about it the more i'm like oh, you know that that was kind of cool and uh again you know it's low on the list because uh you know that's still not a perfect movie by any stretch but um yeah it, it's uh I, I did enjoy it it's funny because i don't have this on my list but i was thinking about it today
0: and how much mm. i'm still annoyed that it chickened out of the movie it yeah. was to become just michael versus laurie again uh, yeah. For the final showdown, for the seventh time or whatever number <laughs> they were on at that point, uh, yeah. you know, re- really, really sad that it ended that way. But uh, I-, I respect, it. I respect that pick yeah. them. Uh, you know what? I
1: always have a soft place in my heart for it because we saw it together. <gasps> we did, we did, we held hands. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, you showed me your famous popcorn trick. Yeah, talking about wrapping around. <laughs> uh
0: so my number 98 is a new entry cause it's another newer release uh one that wasn't a, like an instant like pick for me when i was like thinking okay mm-hmm. what's came out in the last five or so years that might make the top 100 now this wasn't one of the first things i thought of but when i was getting down to the lower numbers it kind of started to I think of it and i was like you know what i actually really like that movie and that is the last matinee oh okay cool yeah yeah this is the yeah. The foreign movie, which is set at a, a, a horror old horror movie screening where mm-hmm. there's a serial killer in the theater going around bumping people off. Um, the, <laughs> it, It's got a lot of ingredients that I really like. It's got the bottle movie kind of element where it's all this one location. It's got, like, mm-hmm. an interesting cast of cookie characters who are, you know, because it's, it's, it's pretty empty, so there's only like, little small groupings. There's, like, a kid mm-hmm. who snuck in. There's a couple. There's an older person or whatever, and, you know... It, it, basically most for a good part of the movie they're unaware of the fact that there's killings going on but then once it ramps up you know it kind of but there's a lot of fun stuff where they had this movie playing which i think was like footage from another movie that the same director made years (laughs) ago or something like that and there was just all this stuff it just had enough little bit of personality and it was the Mm -hmm. the right kind of setting for me where it just it clicked with me just enough and some of the kills were, were were kind of fun it's got a much like it's got a little bit it's it's kind of like halfway between having a little bit of the 80s cheesy charm at times with its humor mm-hmm. but maybe veering stylistically t- towards the italian kind of giallo in terms of its visuals at times mm-hmm. and i think that mix was just a nice little refreshing movie for me
1: there you go yeah i uh, i also love any movie that takes place in a movie theater <laughs> that's oh, always yeah. a, a lot of fun uh for a second i thought you were just talking about that uh, when you said it, it didn't register uh to me that that was the movie you're talking about i was just thinking of the movie matinee which i don't know if you've ever seen that i actually just saw that uh, for the first time last year i really like it actually which i i like it a lot too but i was like would yes, you consider that a horror movie like no no <laughs> the movie they're
0: shown in the movie yeah is, might technically be considered a horror movie but uh i would say no no
1: i, I liked <laughs> so that I a lot like, though yeah so i was like where are you going with this and then, and then i was like oh wait no the, yeah that yeah the, like you said that foreign movie i remember okay uh all right shall i do my 97 go for it all right you know you know what the problem with invisible maniac was <laughs> yeah there's only one maniac uh that's why my oh. 97 is neon maniacs uh well because first,
0: <laughs> first of all uh that is down from number 59 last time <laughs> so that's first things first uh, and also you may continue
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow it's going to be on your list." That's crazy. Um, no, I mean, I, I think I've talked about in the last uh, episode in our review of it uh, how much I love this movie. Uh, totally admitting that it is not a good movie by any of the stretch of the imagination, uh, but what continues to fascinate me to this day from the, geez, I probably saw it for the first time over ten years ago, um, and you're mid-thirties, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just utterly utterly bizarre it is like it's so weird and it does not bother to like explain anything like 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 the premise of the movie is that there are these maniacs uh (laughs) uh, that live in another dimension that is inside an ice cream truck that is under the san francisco bridge and uh they only come out when it's not raining because their weakness is water um and uh, By San Francisco their...
0: Bridge, you mean the Golden Gate Bridge, right?
1: Sure, same bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I've just That's never heard anyone thing. call it that before. <laughs> I don't know. The, uh, expect, I'm not a bridge guy. I don't know the name you of the You live in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like eight hours away. <laughs> Still, I mean, uh, closer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, I mean, and that premise alone is just so weird. And uh, and all the maniacs, they're all, like, different, like, <laughs> stereotypes, kind of. Like, there's a samurai. There's a Native American warrior. There's, like, an ape caveman. Um, there's, like, a weird guy that just looks like he's in a gimp suit <laughs> that I think has electric powers. Uh, there's, like, a one-eyed lizard thing with hook for hands. They're so weird. And, again, it's like the movie just doesn't care about explaining it to you. And then, like you have all this weirdness and it's just mixed in with like the cheesiness of the 80s where you have like oh the hunky guy and like you know the the cute girl and the kind of like younger annoying like movie fan um and then like and there's like yeah, a, have, there's a, a concert or a halloween party or something that the yeah w- like, what I, around, yeah. <laughs> yeah one of my favorite things i'm really appreciating uh whenever uh, a movie just stops like all the like action and horror and like let's do a musical number. <laughs> like <laughs> uh especially like it like it was enough like with, you know, uh Primal Rage movie, you know, we just did on the Patreon, if people uh, haven't heard that yet. But like at, at least when they're doing that, the the person that's putting on the concert isn't involved with what's going on. What's funny about this is it's like the main character stops like the hunt for the maniacs is like i gotta go perform <laughs> with my band um yeah it's so funny and so weird it's yeah I, i'm just like I, i'm obsessed with it because it's just so weird and random and nonsensical like usually there's a bad move like when movies are bad it's like oh well like i can see what they're doing going for this or like whatever like me i'm just like i just want to know like who like what mind <laughs> thought of this because i don't know it feels like it would be my mind <laughs> like <so laughs> Yeah,
0: I mean, I didn't have it on my list, but I did enjoy watching, it. it is weird. But this has always tickled you a bit more than it did me, for whatever reason. Yeah,
1: I'm just fascinated by it. It's just, I, you know, it's just a, it's a quirk of mine. I, I know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, my
0: number ninety-seven is down from sixty, and that is creep.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You you may continue. Oh, there you
0: go. so this is uh, not going to be a lot of fun footage on my list, I would say, but this is one that sticks out from that that sub-genre. This is, uh, what, Mark Duplass, who Mm -hmm. is the titular creep, and he hires a a videographer to, like, document stuff because he wants to make a documentary about himself. But he just openly admits that he is Mm -hmm. a a killer. He kills people. And it kind of becomes this sort of tense thing. I was like, is he going to, like, attack the guy filming this? And Mm -hmm. the way it builds, it's it's so different to other found footage because most found footage is usually about something supernatural. Whereas this is not, this is about just a, a crazy person uh, <laughs> who who may or may not even be telling the truth. We don't really know for a lot of the movie. And it's got some legit creepy moments. There's only a couple of small contrivances as to like why is he still filming at this moment. But mm-hmm. the moment where it's contrived, it's so good that he's doing it. That the shot and the moment that happens is so good that you're like, like you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a pass <laughs> because that moment's actually really good. But yeah uh the performance from duplass is very good it's a really different take on the subgenre, and i think it just clicked in a way you know i think if you watch this movie you'll come Mm -hmm. away just remembering peach fuzz and (laughs) what that is and just how it's all contextualized in the movie it's it's a really good example of a really cheap simple idea just with a a good script a couple of good actors and (laughs) some you know elbow grease i guess
1: (laughs) yeah uh no yeah yeah, i like that one a lot um yeah, I, I I agree with like what you said. I think the one of the big draws is like just how tense it gets and just continually being on edge of like, oh, is this guy full of shit or is he legitimately like something you should be uh, scared of? And yeah, they do a really good job with that. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the third one. I, I thought that was like, uh, I thought that they, it seemed like they were like, you know, pretty into it <laughs> that it was gonna come out like uh, many years ago. But I mean, I don't think we've heard anything. I guess the pandemic just kind of maybe yeah. diverted their attention
0: or whatever. Maybe they had, like, commitments <laughs> to other things they had to stick to <laughs> for a while. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully we still... Because Creep 2 was still an interesting movie. It wasn't as good as one, yeah. but it was definitely an interesting follow-up. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully we get something <laughs> from it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So that, that was quite a harsh fall for, for that one. I still like it a lot, <laughs> obviously. But, you know, there was some new entries and some things went up in my estimation. So some stuff had to come down. That's just the way yeah. it works. But it's not and because... sometimes like i want to be clear it's not because this is any worse or i think it's any worse than i did last time it's because the bar is raised right mm-hmm. this is the same quality as it was before but just everything above it's you know
1: <laughs> higher up yeah so for sure i think sometimes too like also like you know you can't always like rewatch everything you want So like oh sometimes yeah. even if you like a movie if you haven't watched it in a while it might you know just might not be on your mind as much as you know some other stuff
0: oh for sure yeah there's definitely some stuff on this top 100 that i do need mm-hmm. to watch again to sort of yeah rediscover and why i loved it as much as i did <laughs> and it might place higher if i do but uh, yeah. anywho tim why don't you crack on with your number
1: 96 uh so i mean speaking of recency bias i actually just watched this on halloween day um oh. but i mean it's something i watch you know uh, almost every halloween uh day to. a little- tradition um uh, i only started a few years ago but you know i like quite a bit that is the wnuf halloween special uh now p are you do you even know what this is i don't know if we've talked about it before i have no idea what this is okay <laughs> all right uh, well i'm excited to tell you so basically uh, what it is is it's um wnf nuf uh that's like stands for like a you know local tv station Uh, So basically the movie is you're watching uh, like this news broadcast and it's on like Halloween day and they're doing a special where they're going into like have a like a a seance in this like haunted house. Um, So but it, it feels like you're watching like a tape of the special from that era, like including, you know, like there's like VHS tracking and it's filled with commercials like most of the movie is probably commercials so for for some people it might not be your cup of tea but the thing is is that they're all really fun and funny and it just serves as like good tension breaks like when you know uh, something is happening
0: now that you're talking about it i think you might have told me about this before and i just yeah the, the name just never stuck
1: i truly don't know if it's something you would even like uh because i i think we agree on a lot of stuff um and we we do have uh overlap i know i think sometimes our our humor tastes kind of differ so i don't know uh if you like it but i mean we should do it on the show at at some point um is it feature length is it like a full 90 minutes or whatever um yeah like it is i think a bit on the shorter side so it might be like 80 ish but it is like a full movie yeah yeah still um but no, I mean, it, it, you know, it's really funny. Like you have the like, you know, the cheesy news anchors that are, you know, dressed up like a witch and Dracula and like, you know, and they're like very over the top and cheesy. And then like, you know, they have like commercials with like, you know, dentists and like local restaurants. And, and they're all like most of it is all like Halloween themed and stuff. So it's also just, you know, something that really puts me in the mood for Halloween. Uh, so that's also one of the reasons why I really like it. And uh, always like to make sure to watch it around Halloween time. But um yeah, I, I think it's a it's a really fun movie. I think if um you know you're someone that grew up <clears throat> you know around the same time as us and like you know are used to you know <laughs> watching tons of T V and seeing tons of commercials, like it kinda makes you feel a little nostalgic uh, in that way too. So that's another uh you know, point in its favor. But yeah. Okay. So that sounds interesting. It's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm uh oh and i will say they did uh do a sequel recently which i i also really like um but um i would only seen it the once i didn't have time to rewatch it so i, I didn't put it on the list but the I, f- I forget what it has too it's another kind of like weird name it's like something mixtape um and that one it's kind of like a similar concept but they're doing more like trashy 90s like you know um talk shows like oh hmm. my sister was abducted by aliens uh so similar concept but if you know if you like this one uh, i don't think The sequel, or you know, kind of quasi sequel, was as good, but uh, it is worth checking out if you like it. Cool. All right. Mm. Uh, My number ninety-six,
0: which (laughs) is down a bit again, uh, much like the last entry, all the way from forty-five, is Sleepaway Camp Two. Ooh, nice. Oh, continue. Continue. Oh, yeah. No overlap yet. (laughs) Geez. All right. So Sleepaway Camp Two. Like Mm. I I like the first movie, and I actually rewatched. the the main three movies uh last year maybe the year before i don't know relatively recently and sort of rediscovered them and like i was like okay i actually like the first one a lot more than i think i remembered obviously it's got the crazy ending everyone always talks about but Mm -hmm. two is this really interesting campy movie where it's not really got good kills because it's not that type of movie the first one's like a proper horror movie the second one is this kind of weird meta tongue-in-cheek kind of predecessor to things like Scream and Cabin in the Woods mm. where it's this self-referential character who's making a lot of jokes about being a slasher movie and this is years before even Wes Craven's new nightmare existed so this feels mm-hmm. very kind of like oh this is laying the groundwork for some of these ideas even if Wes Craven never saw it it's hard to deny there's like a lineage just even in terms mm. of the ideas because it is kind of this the first early example of being ultra sort of meta with everything it's doing and poking fun at the mm-hmm. tropes and all that stuff. It's legitimately quite funny. Anytime that mm-hmm. Angela, who is our main character and also the killer, is on screen mm-hmm. and doing stuff and like justifying why she wants to kill the kids at a campground for doing bad things and breaking <laughs> the rules, it's really funny. It's like a really dark <laughs> comedy horror movie. Uh, and yeah, rewatching them like one's better than I thought it was, and two still pretty much holds holds up. Uh mm-hmm. three's kinda the sad one because it's like despite the fact that it was made right after two, it's really dull and doesn't have much momentum. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have much of a plot or a flow. It's just kinda camping in the woods and like the main character's still funny in places, but it's it is it's really quite sad after two, like how, how much yeah. three just doesn't work. But uh two's a good I time.
1: It's been a while since I watched it, but I, I thought I remember three being like, okay, like definitely, you know, the worst out of all of them, but, um, or at least out of those three, I forget if they, they did they do some of the sequels after yeah,
0: that? Yeah, there was like a weird, like the unfinished one, and then yeah. there was like a return to Sleep Away Cam, which I've never seen those later things. Yeah, I don't but think I've seen them either. We, we've not done them on the show at all, so when we when we do them, we'll do the, at least the finished ones. Like, I don't know if we'll do the weird sort of yeah. in-between one that the we got finished, but we'll definitely do What's that newer the, one.
1: Was the second one? Was that Pamela Springsteen that uh, fills in the role of Frangela? Uh, sounds right. Uh, I don't Bruce remember, you? if I'm honest, but it sounds <laughs> vaguely familiar. Uh, I, I want to say it's like Bruce Springsteen's like sister or something. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> That's interesting. In uh, hey, I could be completely wrong. Who knows? Uh, and then is is that the one with the famous uh, cover where it's like her with the like with Freddie's glove and yeah, you know, Jason's hockey yeah. mask? That's a great uh, <laughs> uh, cover for a movie. It's it's good stuff. Uh, uh and you know we just did night of
0: the demons which referenced freddy and jason on a poster so that seemed to be the it thing to do if you were being <laughs> quirky in the late 80s uh making your horror movie so uh, uh yeah what's
1: your number 95 timmy well you inadvertently set me up uh <gasps> so 95 is night of the demons <laughs>
2: whoa look at,
0: that. Look at, look at that. Oh, that that's beautiful that's a new entry for you by the way uh, yeah. also you may continue
1: uh so we, you know we just recently did this on the show and uh yeah i just it, it had been a while since i would seen it and i forgot how much fun uh you know this one is uh again it you know it's still in this kind of you know uh <laughs> bottom of the list territory because you know th- there's some definitely like some complaints about you can have about it and, uh but you know the the thing that's great about it, though is it's just it's just full of that eighties cheese, with you know the over the top characters that you know are just really funny. I think we even said kind of in the review where like, you know, it might even lose a little bit of its momentum once the horror stuff starts because you know the characters are just like so much fun uh, in the beginning. But uh, I mean, you know, that mixed with like some like you know some you know decent kills and some pretty funny moments. Uh, yeah, that's just another one that um it's just like a good fun cheesy time and then uh and also you know again uh maybe i'm an easy mark but uh you know i'll, I'll give some of the bonus points if it takes place on halloween just like anything that gives me that halloween fall pumpkin filled you know flavor uh i'm a little bit of a, a sucker for so it, it kind of yeah keeps its uh, place in my heart for that too interesting that's a couple
0: of halloween set movies you've had back to back that's that's uh that's true.
1: Yeah, I don't think I mentioned it, but Neon Maniacs. Well, actually, yeah. Halloween Ends, Neon Maniacs, to <laughs> oh, and Night of the Demons. Four. So.
0: <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number ninety-five is uh down a little from ninety-two, and that is from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, hold! hold. Oh, our first hold. Our hold, first you hold. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh right. well. In that case, Tim,
1: we go right on to
0: your number ninety-four.
1: 94. Uh, okay. So, yeah, not gonna have uh, a problem with this one because I don't even think you've seen this movie yet. Oh, good. That is VHS. Are you ready for it? (laughs) Okay, yes. 99. Uh, which looking back on it, I probably should have had that as my 99 pick just uh, (laughs) because that would have been funny. But, um, I guess there's another franchise we still need to do in the showtime. There's all these VHS movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had to look this one up because uh, the the one complaint I will give with these movies is I hate the naming convention. Um, mm. Like I forget the couple. I I, th- I thought the first ones were just like VHS, VHS two. They um, are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's VHS, uh, VHS2, VHS two, VHS viral, and then it's the years. And at, at that point, yep. I don't know which order they're meant to be in.
1: Well, and the problem with it is, is that the years don't go. I don't think they go chronologically because I I think oh of course yeah because yeah because yeah, uh, the first one was like. <sighs> I want to say maybe like 94 or something. And then this one was like 99. And then the newest one was like 84 or something. Uh, so it makes it really confusing because I'm like, okay, I know there's one of these I really liked, but <laughs> which freaking one was it? Um, but I think this is a really uh, solid anthology. Um, and I, uh, now I, I think some people might be a little surprised that I went with this one ex- instead of the previous one. Cause the previous one had uh, the Ratma uh, segment, which is, was a really like very good one. And that's one that, you know, kind of had like Twitter buzz uh, at, at the time. Like people were like, Oh my God, rat is like so cool and stuff. And I, I do agree that one had a really good segment, but I do think that this one is overall um, a stronger entry. I, I would say that like um, w- which I think is rare, especially for the VHS movies. Cause I think all the VHS movies will usually have at least one or two like strong entries, but <clears throat> then they're also usually filled with, either mediocre or just straight up bad ones. Uh, but this one I think is really solid. Like I I think every entry is, uh, either like good to great. Like, um, there's a kind of like punk rock zombie one, uh, that I I believe starts it off. There's like this, um, one where someone gets like buried alive and it's very tense. Um, there's like this weird game show one, which, um, is probably my least favorite, but it's like, at least like really interesting. Um, and then yeah the uh, I, uh oh and uh, I believe uh, I I believe it's this one but uh yeah yeah it should be this one uh, again it's hard to keep them <laughs> together cuz of uh the names and stuff but I, I think this one also has uh, the last segment uh which is by the people that did uh Deadstream uh, you know which was a, a movie oh, that we yeah, yeah. Uh, both enjoyed uh so uh yeah it's really cool but I think uh yeah this is a very uh solid anthology movie
0: Okay cool yeah I mean I've seen the first one and I'm just kind of leaving the rest until we do them so uh, you know, it's all fresh mm. for me when we we get to them. That, mm. the Hell House movies. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as we said before, what was the other franchise? Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, mm. We need to do that. We to, yeah. There's a bunch of franchises we still need to do somehow but we've mm. started Puppet Master and we're still mm. doing Hammer Dracula so we are, we've got our hands full for the time being.
1: Hey, but you know, um, no more subspecies movies to do though, so
0: yeah we could have been doing sequels to those other franchises throughout October <laughs> Timmy but instead we were doing subspecies movies
1: <laughs> at least it, you know it, it's
0: done and over but. true true it's over yes the pain is is over alright mm. what was that was your 94 my 94 mm. is actually a new entry for me and that is it's not a new release it's just a new entry and that mm. is Friday the 13th
1: part 8 Jason takes Manhattan hmm uh, you may continue. <laughs>
0: that's interesting, Tim, because you had this last time.
1: Mm, I I am very fond of this movie,
0: but <laughs> wasn't on the list this time. <laughs> that's sorry. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Here's the thing: I always stuck up for it, and it's it's mm-hmm. not a great movie, obviously, right? And even yeah. you know, I was watching uh, Red Letter Media were talking about all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. And, they, you know, they were pointing out that you can really tell, like, the makeup effects are much, much worse than 8 versus 7, because 7 was directed by a makeup guy, um, and Jason <laughs> looks much worse than 8. But here's the mm-hmm. thing. I love Jason Takes Manhattan, and it's only sort of, like, grown closer to my heart in these last few years, because, you know, we mm-hmm. did all the movies, because we hadn't done them all yet when we did the last top 100, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we started them, but we hadn't finished them, certainly. Um, yeah. Part party, it's just grown in in my heart because it's love will be dumb. I love the song that plays at the start over the montage in New York. I love that New York's got barrels of toxic waste, that there's toxic waste flooding the sewer system every night at midnight, like clockwork for some reason. I love that the main characters, when they arrive in New York, finally... They get mugged within like 10 seconds of being (laughs) on land. Jason punching someone's head off. Like, and I actually love the stuff on the boat. People like to, you know,
2: say,
1: oh, it's not in Manhattan most of the movie. I'm like, who cares? (laughs) The the dumbest critique of the whole world. Like, like, people need to get over themselves. Like, it's such a fun movie. If you're just hung up on the title, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like,. grow up (laughs) look does it have the best characters of the series no right
0: Mm. does it even have the best kills i mean the boxing kills pretty high up there but no probably not overall (laughs) but jason looks great ken harder still Mm. doing great playing him, and the setting is a lot of fun and there's a lot of fun kind of weird bits of humor that come from it so you know i know and i i've I've learned i love seven a lot more than i used to as well i didn't quite make the list though but Uh uh but manhattan i had to put in here so uh I'm not saying it's a great movie, okay? I'm saying that it's very lovable, and I love it. <laughs>
1: so I No, I mean, I, I, I like it quite a bit. I debated putting it on the list. I'll be honest, um, it's possible I may have a few Friday 13th entries on the list. I'm not going to say if I do or not, but it's possible that I might have some, and that maybe I thought, like... <sighs> And there's only so many i can have on the list like i can't yeah, yeah of course of know. course uh but no i mean I, i'm a big defender of eight as well uh it, it, it kind of drives me crazy when people um you know uh are mean to it <laughs> yes i agree i agree mm-hmm. uh so anywho that's my number 94 what's your 93 attempt mm-hmm. here comes the bride the bride of chucky <laughs> that is <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay uh you may continue and also that is a new entry for you
1: Oh, okay um i think maybe uh i mean the first half of the third season of chucky just wrapped up and i i think the you know i i, I, I like i, I like the series enough growing up but it wasn't like my main series or or whatever but i think Just the fact that it's continued and it's had, like, one, you know, main person in charge of the lore and the story uh, that has, like, been really championing it. And then...
0: Yeah, Don Mancini. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just the fact that it's, like, continued and it has this TV show and it's so it's still going and it's so wacky and they don't try to... I mean, there technically was, like, a reboot, but it's, like, its own thing. Yeah. But, like, they don't try to, like, retcon or change a bunch of stuff. They just keep going with it. I i really love that i think it's kind of made me uh develop more of a fondness of the series over the years um especially some of these entries like this like bride of chucky i think is a really really uh fun movie it's you know over the like the you know the first three they were like you know pretty like they had funny parts in them but they were you know still mostly like you know uh you probably consider it like somewhat serious horror movies. Like y- you wouldn't say like, you might say like, oh yeah, this comedic part, but you wouldn't say, like, oh, it's like a horror comedy or whatever. But like Bride of Chucky is where it enters like it's full, like camp era. Like it's so campy and cheesy, but in, in such a fun way. And then uh the introduction of Tiffany, like, you know, her and Chucky just have such a good dynamic. They're so fun to watch. And you know, the fact that, she wasn't just like a one and done character. Like she's been in like every movie and the TV show and everything since. And again, um, the fact that they're like carrying on with like the crazy continuity uh, that they've developed with her in like the later movies, uh, I I think it's just so much fun. But yeah, I mean, I think this has like really fun kills, like a lot of really like, you know, cheesy one-liners and comedy and references to other horror movies. And um, yeah, there's a a lot of fun stuff uh, with this. The, Kind of, uh, The only complaint about it really is that the, the main human characters are pretty dull and, <laughs> <laughs> and boring. But um, I, I guess this is kind of where like Chucky becomes more of the star. Like, you know, you don't really care about the, the humans that much uh, kind of after these movies. Uh, well, that's not entirely uh, true. I think one of the reasons why it got
0: pretty good in the sort of the newer ones mm-hmm. is because they had a good... Because Fiona Durriff came in and became this, new, yeah, yeah. this new lead. That's so, true, yeah. new lead uh, I fair, think yeah. Chucky's yeah, I, I appreciate Chucky a lot more. I've not watched season two or any of season three. Uh, yeah, basically it was on last year when I was on my trip, so I just kind of missed half of oh, it yeah. and I just never went back. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely will at some point just to watch it because it, mm. it's good fun. But I, I think one of the things that stuck out to what you said there is that yeah, I have a more fondness for the franchise as a whole, <laughs> and I like. Pretty, I, I think see yeah. that Chucky's a bit lame and three's not amazing, but mm. by and large I kind of enjoy it as a whole. But it's this yeah. kind of weird thing where I don't know. There's not many individual entries where I might rank them very high on their own. But when I think of the series as a whole, (laughs) I feel quite positive about it. And I'm quite happy that it's continuing its continuity and it's doing all these wacky things. Uh, For sure. uh, It's an interesting case. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Very good. Uh, My number 93 Mm -hmm. is a new entry for me. And it is Psycho 2. All right, hold it. Ah. Hold it, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Very well. We shall move on to your number 92.
1: Okay. Uh, I was just scrolling up to make sure I do have it on my list. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 92. Gosh, I don't know if this is going to be controversial, but my 92 is What We Do in the Shadows, which admittedly, maybe people might think more of a comedy, but... You know, comedy, horror, or whatever. Um, I, I I think it counts. But uh, yeah, New entry, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I probably didn't have it previously because I was like, well, that's, it's too much of a comedy. But, you know, I'm, mm. a, yeah, I'm a little bit older, a little bit wiser. I'm going to yeah. shake up the rules a little bit. Um, and, and it's kind of funny, too, because, I mean, I, I liked the movie when it first came out. Like, I never disliked it. But um, this is something that's a little... Not exactly the same as Chucky, but in a similar way, I have grown more of a fondness of it because of the TV show. Even though, um, yeah, th- you know, it's it's very different. Like, you know, it's completely different characters and stuff. But and uh, I actually do think the TV show is a little better than the movie. But
0: I actually, uh, I, I really like the TV show more than I mean. I don't think yeah. the movie's bad. The movie's obviously good, but I think the TV shows, like, come I, on, I Nandor th- and Matt Berry and naja, that so come good. On.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think it's one of those things where, like, without the TV show, it would just be like, "Oh yeah, that's a funny movie," but I wouldn't think about it as much. But since the TV show is, you know, always around, it's like uh, maybe more uh, present in my mind. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess no one have much to say about it. It's just, uh, you know, it's really funny. Um, I do like, though, you know, like there are parts where you know it does get bloody, uh, like and, and violent and stuff, and they do, you know, like horrific or, or monstrous things. But I mean, it's always, you know in service of comedy and stuff but um yeah really uh i <laughs> like it quite a bit okay uh <laughs> all
0: right and uh, number 92 for me down quite a bit from number 25 from last time is Oof. darling
1: uh so okay yeah i'm pretty sure you don't have this uh no i I think that was a little bit of a contentious episode i wasn't into it (laughs) yeah i i I dug this so
0: this is like an indie black and white movie about this woman who's living on her own and has clearly got some paranoia issues and it, it sort of builds up to kind of her you know lashing out at someone um but I think the reason why I had it so high before, and part of it may have been recent buy because it was, it was quite new when we did the mm-hmm. uh, the last list. Um, and I still like it a lot. I, I do feel like I need to revisit it, though, to sort of like rekindle that love for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I just loved how it was directed. I thought it felt really cool, and it felt like I was really inside this woman's head. And it felt very artistic in, in the way it was shot. You know, not just because it's black and white, but the way it used this big house she was living in. It was... It's, I don't want to say it's a brownstone. I don't know if it was actually in New York, but it was that kind mm-hmm. of like sort of house that had multiple floors, uh, as opposed yeah. to like a you know a traditional house that's on a sub suburban street. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I I remember just being kind of like really wrapped up in the movie, and I still actually have been meaning to see Mickey Keaton's other movies which well you had like a recent one
1: like the last year or
0: two yeah I had one a couple I years think. after this as well called pod which I I was meaning to get to and oh, yeah. I think I had it on the Ace schedule at one point and it got bumped for yeah. other things and then I just kind of forgot to put it back on but uh, I like it a lot and I still wanted to sort of <laughs> represent it here even if uh, I don't feel as confident enough to put it up as high as I did
1: uh, once upon a mm-hmm. time so darling there you go right. um, yeah unfortunately it didn't work for me um it's been a while since I watched it, though. Who knows? I might, maybe I'll appreciate it a little bit more if I, I go back. But like you said, who has the time? <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't understand it anyway. Time It's okay. Oh yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> How would I? <laughs> okay. So artsy. What's your number ninety-one? I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, uh, that is uh, the famous line from Dead Alive, or as you may know it, Brain Dead. Uh, I believe is the uh yeah you had title you had this at number 55 before okay uh and part of the reason why it's probably a little lower is because i haven't re-watched it in a while and part of the reason why i haven't re-watched it is because uh, i don't know like four or five years ago they said they were putting out a big collection of peter jackson movies on blu-ray including this and bad taste and meet the feebles and where is it where's my blu-ray collection pete i don't see it it's not here why does peter jackson insist on making all these beatles documentaries when we don't have dead alive on blu-ray yet um yeah uh sorry I, i i gotta get my my jabs in uh on you know on pete uh not you mr jackson uh but yeah this is uh just a really fun movie very over the top very comedic um it's it reminds me of like evil dead 2 if they were like let's not even try to have any like creepiness let's just go full out like comedy it's so gory and and fun and it's like legitimately gross like (laughs) there are some parts of that i'm like oh like this is uh grossing me out but uh i mean it's so much fun uh uh, what number was that for you, Tim? Ninety-one.
0: Yes, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, am I on ninety-one? So I, I do ninety-one, then you should do ninety-one in theory. But like, I'm only on we, ninety-two. Uh, well, we we skipped a few because you were holding them. I don't know if that. Yeah, but in theory, that shouldn't affect
2: mm. the the, the, or, the
0: order. So I've, mm. I've confused myself. Do you oh, want no, to wait, no, 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 I didn't. Okay, sorry. Actually, I think I know what's happened. I think I thought that I, I skipped a movie, but I didn't. Mm. You you held it. You held it. We're fine. Okay, yeah. We're okay. fine. Okay, <laughs> panic over. It's a lot of movies to juggle, okay, everyone? It's All right. lot, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number 91, then, is mm-hmm. down from 51 from last time, and that is The Descent. Uh oh, hold it! <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, all right. That's another hold. All these holds. Uh, hold on. Wait, do I... it. <laughs> all right, let time double check.
2: yes,
0: yes. 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 Hold okay, it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, in that case, then I guess we're on your number ninety,
1: Tim. Uh, so I actually just watched this, uh, the other day, uh, cause it's been a while and I wanted to just double check and uh, make sure I still enjoyed it. Spoiler alert, I did. Uh, my number 90 is Ghostwatch, which I'm sure you're familiar with. I don't know if you've seen it. I, d- I've not seen Ghostwatch, I don't think. No. Uh, you know what it is though, right? Like it's or maybe i'll click when you actually tell me okay. about it <laughs> uh all right well I, i'm surprised because i thought it was like pretty uh infamous but maybe it's a, a little more uh yeah. niche um, uh but... new entry for you as well by the way <clears throat> so uh, what's kind of funny is it's a, a little similar to the wnuf uh, halloween special but it's a much more serious take so uh it actually aired as a special on the bbc um not sure if it's in the 90s or the 80s uh oh is is this the
0: one that's presented as if they're doing like true power stories okay
1: yeah so it's basically like they're doing like a special like news report kind of thing uh about like a haunted house uh like it feels very um like a you know this came out before the movie but it feels very similar to the conjuring 2 like the the haunted house case and that like they have like a you know this house uh that's making noises and they have like you know like a single mom with like a, a couple of daughters that are experiencing paranormal stuff and they're doing an investigation um but it's a uh, you know it's it's very interesting and it's taken like very seriously to the point where like i believe when they aired it people didn't realize <laughs> that you know it was fake so like people were freaking out because yeah you know, i don't want to spoil anything but you know it gets like a little crazy at the end and um and i think one of the reasons why people like didn't know it it was a movie was because uh they actually got like a prominent uh bbc like news anchor to like uh host it um and he's like playing himself yeah he's not like playing a character or whatever so it makes it like feel legitimate but um it's it's very interesting though you know it's um for that fact that it is like you know presented so real uh and then Um, but it's entertaining though. You know, it, it goes off the rails and some really cool stuff happens. Again, I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, yeah, it's a good watch.
0: Okay. Sounds interesting. I'm sure we'll do it in the show at some point. Uh, my number 90 is a new entry for me and that is Fright Night.
1: Okay. Continue. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Fright Night is one that I remembered not being that fond of until we watched it for the show. Uh, was it last year we did that? and Mm -hmm. i just i think we both i think both of us by the end of that that viewing and talking about it we're like yeah this is better than i think we both thought it was before it's a bit campy but it kind of is working for me in a way that i don't think it ever did in the past Mm -hmm. i found myself enjoying the main character teaming up with this like fake vampire hunter to take on an actual vampire i enjoyed kind of the hypnotic 80s stuff of like the dance floor and Mm -hmm. him using his vampire magic on people Uh, and just the fun kind of like sort of the the, almost the house uh, like traps they sort of go into at the end kind of thing like there's just enough fun stuff that it's actually a really fun kind of you know it's more of a light-hearted horror romp i I guess Mm -hmm. because it never feels like there's any like like dread per se but if you want a movie where it's more just about like a fun sort of vampire like suburban adventure story it works pretty well uh, and I have a good time with it so it's snuck out of my list
1: yeah uh, I like this one quite a bit um, couldn't tell you why it didn't make my list maybe it's just been a while since I've seen it maybe I honestly forgot about it <laughs> when I did the list that's very possible Tim <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: very possible alright how about you
1: Hesby you your 89 oh well, thank you thank you very much uh, my number 89 is Bubba Hotep oh <gasps> <laughs> okay all right now we're cooking okay. you up, that's my first hole Tim. i hope you realize that by the way that was
0: number 36 for you last time
1: oh there you go
0: good showing this time around <laughs> so quite a drop for you but uh we're not talking about it yet all right my number 89 is down just a little bit from 84 and that is unfriended hold <laughs> <laughs> oh Joe, you know, i was starting to worry it's going to it take ages because we're almost at an hour But the holds are coming in though. The holds are coming
1: in. Yeah, I like the the system, yeah. The the system's Uh, paying off. Okay. All right. What's your number 88? Oh, let's see if we're going to go for a turkey, if uh, three holds in a row. Uh, (laughs) My number 88 is the Changeling. You may continue. Uh, No taste to this guy. (laughs) Uh, And By by the way, I'm talking about the Changeling from uh, uh, 1980, not the... Yes, yes angelina jolie movie that was written by j <laughs> yeah. michael strasinski that, that
0: says a new entry for you
1: by the way uh yeah this is a i actually re this today um because i was thinking about putting it on the list but i wasn't quite sure and it's been a while and I, I, uh i had it on my mind because i i think recently I, I had some uh i was listening to a podcast about it and um i almost bought it on blu-ray and i, I kind of and it was streaming somewhere so i was uh, debating it and then, uh, you know, I rewatched it. And I think it really does hold up. I um, It's a, it's very much a slow burn, which, you know, might not make it uh, for everyone. I might have even been a little harsh about that uh, when we did our review. But it, it worked a lot more for me uh, when I was watching it this time, uh, just because I, I, I like the atmosphere. Uh, you know, it's weirdly calm calming <laughs> in, in a way, even though there's like creepy stuff that's happening there's like this piano score in it that's i don't know it's uh actually really good uh, uh, i like it and then um i also just kind of like that it stars like george c scott maybe it's because i'm getting older but i am I just <laughs> i like that it's like oh it's not a movie with about like sexy young people running around it's like I, you know just i like believe
0: And <laughs> the review we refer to it as a gentleman's horror film
1: <laughs> that sounds about right yeah <laughs> Yes. uh but i mean i, I like it. it you know i think it's kind of like a classic haunted house movie uh, i think it's like a you know good atmosphere george c scott's a you know great actor um um there's even like some interesting stuff that i noticed now that, that like there's like a you know part where like this you know wheelchair is like racing towards this girl and actually it reminded me a lot of like sam Raimi. so like there's like the, mm. just the, the way it was shot um it's kind of zooming through so it's, like some interesting like touches here and there um but yeah uh, i think it's a pretty good movie Interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I remember liking, not loving it, but liking it mm-hmm. and thinking there was a lot of good moments in it. Uh, but didn't quite make my list. So mm-hmm. here we are. Uh, my number eighty eight is Demons Two. Ooh, okay. Yeah, which Continue, is yeah, which is down a bit from sixty-one last time. This is, you know, Demons One is about zombies <laughs> that come out of the movie in the movie theater and attack the the people there, right? Which sounds mm-hmm. like I should love it. And I do quite like it. It's, it's a fun movie. But I actually think Demons 2 is better. I think Demons 2 mm-hmm. takes the concept and instead of a movie theater, it's the ultimate of t- TVs, but it's, it's, in an, it's in an apartment building. So it's like a whole movie set in an apartment building and something mm-hmm. about just like, you know, all these different neighbors sneaking from apartment to apartment and dealing with the zombies. Obviously, it's got some cheesy 80s Italian style antics going mm-hmm. on, but the gore's really over the top. Um, this is another one where I just dig the setting and kind of the atmosphere and the zaniness of it so much and only zany by like, like by Italian standards, this is not zany at all, but <laughs> compared to like a regular zombie movie, maybe that you'd see from the U S it has this very different tone to it. Uh, good music, uh, just, it's just, just enough style to just sort of make
1: it really enticing. So I dig it. Uh, I like this movie quite a bit. Um, again, did I maybe forget about it when making <laughs> this list? <laughs> quite possibly, uh, but no. This is I. Yeah, I think this is a better picture. I I really do like. Well, in the I, I think maybe I, the the first one. Has like the guy riding the motorcycle with the sword. It the does. Movie theater, right? Yeah. It's it's hard to beat that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I do agree. Two is probably better, but man, that is such a cool uh, scene. I think, um, if
0: I remember correctly, I think two is better paced as well. That was the other yeah, thing. That sounds about right. Yeah, one's got some big moments, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit uh, starting to stoppy with its
1: uh its momentum. Now, so, I believe that I think they were gonna do a. Th- Third, and then I think the third ended up being a different movie. I want to say it's called like the Church. I, I don't can't know you... say
0: I've seen it. No,
1: I, I have seen it, and I, I do like it. But I, I don't know if I'm complaining with something else. But I think that was supposed to be Demon Three, and then ended up being something. But still Inter- worth checking I, it out.
0: Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what is your number eighty-seven?
1: Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> oh, my number eighty-seven is the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, this is an interesting one because mm-hmm.
0: I ultimately decided that this I wasn't going to count this as a horror movie, mm-hmm. even though I understand why you did. I ultimately yeah. said no, it's... it's not. I'm not going to put it on the list, but I respect it because I love the movie. Like this is not a knock on the movie.
1: Yeah, I think the again, like I I, I totally understand that as well, and I think the thing is, I I really wanted to make sure I wasn't just doing the same exact movies I did on the previous list. So I I did make a concerted effort to, you know, put in like, uh, to include, you know, not like everything on the list is going to be like stuff from the last couple of years,
0: but Hey Tim, to be fair, Mm -hmm. you've had what, like nine or 10 new entries already. And we're only like 13 (laughs) out of the list. So you're doing all right with that.
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this was a movie I, I really liked. It is, um, you know, it's, uh, probably yeah more on the the comedic side but um there's a a cool werewolf plot to it and uh, well
0: to be fair i didn't discount it because it's funny i i discounted it for spoiler reasons
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i can't can't really get into it because of spoilers but um yeah i mean i i I still dig it a lot (laughs) oh
0: it's fantastic i love that i i immediately rushed out and saw uh, jim cummings other movie (laughs) uh where he's the police officer, and I saw his new movie, the Beta Test. Uh, soon after oh, that I haven't came seen out. That yet. Yeah, yeah, and check they're, that out. they're all worth watching. Uh, they're yeah. all very good. Oh, I, I do like Wolf of Snow Hall the best out of the three of them, <laughs> and it's the only one that's kind of a horror movie. So. <coughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, my number eighty-seven is down. Uh, no, no, it's up. Actually, it's up a little bit uh, from ninety-four, uh, and that is Texas Chainsaw Three D. Mm, okay, continue. <laughs> so this is another silly pick. Obviously, this is not a good movie per se, but this is another one that when I saw this in theaters in twenty thirteen, I was laughing a lot. Mm-hmm. I was laughing consistently. It was cracking me up because it was just a fun, silly <laughs> slasher movie with characters making dumb choices, and sometimes that can be frustrating, but sometimes it can be really funny. The example I always bring up in this movie is they lock the barn door with, like, the, the plank of wood that goes into the, the sort of, the holders, and mm. they're being chased by a leather face who's got a chainsaw, <laughs> which is designed for cutting wood.
2: <laughs>
0: it, it, like, just, there's just moments that are just absolutely absurd. It goes some wild places with the plot. Um, you got Alexander Daddario in the, in the sort of, the lead, sort of, Final Girl-esque role. Uh, there's a few other faces that are recognizable, but I just think it's good, dumb fun. And, like... I, you know, watching it again for the show when we were doing all the Texas Chainsaws in 2017, file enough when we did the, the last top 100, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, right, this holds up." This wasn't just that first time in the theater. Like, I was having a blast watching this mm-hmm. the second. If anything, I was enjoying it quicker because I like I knew the good stuff was coming. I think the first mm-hmm. time I saw it, there was you know the first 20 minutes or so where it's like, "Ah, we're still in all the setup and the characters are just kind of whatever." But once it gets going, and you've got just dumb decisions, and there's a whole sequence where. The sheriff's talking to a cop who's gone into the house mm-hmm. to investigate this big trail of blood. So we started giving him directions <laughs> and commentary as the cop's going around. And some of the lines in that were even cracking me up. Some were intentionally funny and some were just funny because mm-hmm. Oh, this is dumb. And i just, <laughs> I just have a blast with it. I, I even liked the the new Texas chainsaw that came out just mm-hmm. last year. It's not a good movie, but like <laughs> I, I got some fun kill yep. scenes and Leatherface was big and intimidating. Like, I don't know.
1: I'll take it over the remake any day of the week, but <laughs> that's me. Yeah, this is such a, it's such a weird franchise where I feel like, um, yeah, I disagree with a lot of kind of the more mainstream opinions, like yeah, like everyone was railing on that last movie so hard, but actually, yeah, I agree. I thought it was pretty fun. And then,
0: I mean, come on, that yeah. Jaws bit with the chainsaws coming through the floor, <laughs> hour,
1: that, yeah, all the bus with the, all the influencers, yeah, that was that was <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, I and I definitely agree with you with uh uh three D. I actually debated putting it on the list, and then it, you just kind of missed out. But I, I do enjoy that one quite a bit. You know, in a similar way to, um yeah like Jason takes Manhattan where I feel like I kind of have to defend it a lot of time because I I feel like it gets unjustly shit on but um it's super fun um and like you know I talked about with like um the howling how maybe the brand got hurt a little bit with the the sequels being so bad uh I think like this one actually is kind of strengthened with someone like how bad some of the sequels uh get because like it makes <laughs> this one stand out more that i'm like oh yeah no like they weren't all just like shit after like you know the second one or, or whatever like yeah this one uh, was like legitimately like a, a nice breath, breath of uh, fresh air and um yeah and i, I agree that the remake is definitely <sighs> i don't hate it but it's definitely not the as that, good as people make it out to be. Especially that was with, with the opposite
0: time. of everything. Like it's, we've got these movies where, like, with like Friday Night, where we're like, "Hey, we both liked this more than we thought we did. This has actually gotten better." Yeah. The Texas Chainsaw Remake. When we did that on the show, we both went into that thinking, "Oh yeah, I remember. This been all right. This is one of the better mm. ones in the franchise." And we both like sat there and were just <laughs> miserable talking about it because we hated yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's just a, a simple case of we were both like teenagers when that came out, so. Clearly our taste was
1: still developing, and we hadn't quite like Ooh. discovered what we liked and disliked. You know, I also think that's maybe why a lot of people still like it because they're like, "Oh no, I like it because I saw it as a teenager, and mm, <laughs> it was it was yeah. good then." And uh, yeah, have you watched it lately? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get me started on the beginning or
0: Leatherface, the prequel from twenty seventeen. We we don't look, discuss Lord. discuss those uh, abominations. <sighs> anyway, that was my eighty seven. Up from 94, what is your number 86, Tim?
1: there will be 28 days later.
0: <laughs> is that an attempt at an accent? Uh, you may continue. <laughs> also, that is another new entry. You're firing these new entries out left and right, Tim. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think... Did we do it on the show recently, or am I...? Uh, well, maybe a year and a half like, ago now, but yeah, relatively okay. recently. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I think this movie is really good uh, except for I, I think we talked about in the review but it was uh, the third act I, I hate the third act I'm... yeah the third act isn't great but just the uh, it just doesn't look great though the movie oh was, of
0: course uh, yeah, yeah the, the shot in like consumer standard definition digital video from 2001 or whatever it was
1: yeah and uh, whew, again like another thing where I, like yeah I don't remember noticing that at the time uh, I don't know if it's because you know watching it with crazy HD tvs nowadays or whatever uh that it stands out more but um oh absolutely because yeah. when you were watching this back in the day you were watching
0: everything in the standard definition so yeah it probably didn't stick out that much but these days it, it sticks
1: out so much compared to anything else you're watching that was shot in film and uh it's just a shame because uh everything else about the movie uh i i think is a real joy i think there's some really good filmmaking there uh I like the you know it's a simple zombie premise, but I think it's very effective. It was kind of the first time we got like stuff like I, I mean, some people are like, well, they're not zombies, they're like rage virus people, whatever, same thing. Uh, but um, you know, that's like kind of the first time we saw like you know those kind of things where they're like fast and running at you, which like was kind of a new interesting concept uh, at the time. Um, and yeah, I think I think there's like a lot of creepy, you know, like atmosphere and like you know it was really interesting seeing like you know uh parts of london just like completely empty like uh, yeah it's a very impressive you know feat of, of filmmaking um uh, so yeah a, a lot of cool stuff um yeah i, I agree the third act is uh, kind of weak i wouldn't say i hate it uh as, as much as you do but <laughs> i do agree that's like yeah the the weakest part of the film it's more interesting yeah seeing him wake up and um you know like walk out into this world and uh yeah a, a lot of cool stuff
0: there yeah uh yeah i just don't like the third act i never have Mm -hmm. so it's just never been (coughs) super high on my list for that reason Mm -hmm. but uh yeah my number 86 is up sorry it's down from 48 and that is intruder oh okay yeah this is the uh sam raimi produced it and bruce campbell's got a cameo but it's uh ted raimi's in it and it's a slasher movie set at a supermarket that's closing down soon and you've got like the seven or eight employees who are Mm -hmm. there like past closing hours to do inventory or something like that (laughs) they're there for some (laughs) work reason um but there's a killer yeah killing people off and it's just in a lot of ways this is just kind of the perfect blend of like we've said this a few times about a few of our earlier entries here but those cheesy Mm -hmm. 80s characters and their their weird logic their Mm -hmm just their are weird like horniness and obsessing about <laughs> various things uh ted R- ramey being i think he's yeah he's like the stock boy in this and then you've got like the assistant manager who's you know try to like i don't know he's up mm-hmm. to something or, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what he's doing mm-hmm. but he's like he's, he's he's making deals to close the place down or whatever and uh, it seems like whoever's doing the killings is like you know, it's is tied to the fact that this place is shutting down um this one's got a lot of POV kills, you know, because it's one that keeps the killer a secret. It's kind of a, I won't call it a who done it per se, but it, it, it definitely has a reveal of who the killer is later on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fun. It's a fun setting again. It's a fun like one location movie where you you're going up and down the aisles of the supermarket. It's a, it's a fun place. It introduces outside threats, but. Even though people can see in if the place is locked up, it's all these glass doors, but they can't quite get in. So there's some interesting playing with the barriers um, around things, and plus they they have some fun with the the, the various like stuff that you know and that you'd get in the back of a supermarket, like the big sort of conveyor belts and stuff for the packages and all the rest of it. But mm-hmm. they 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 have fun using all that.
1: Yeah, I I remember really liking this movie. I think the thing is, I do need to see it like one or two more times before. Yeah, I could maybe include it on, like, a list or a ranking like this because I remember liking it, but I really don't remember much other than, like, oh, yeah, you know, you have the Sam Raimi connection and then, you know, the setting was really cool. I remember, like, some interesting shots. Like, I think there was just a shot from, like, inside a, you know, rotary telephone, which is just, like... All right, I feel like you didn't need to do that. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think like that it's there cool. may be
0: one from a door handle as well that I'm thinking about yeah. it at one point.
1: <laughs> so it's definitely like, yeah, cool stuff like that. But yeah, I've I, it's one I've thought about like getting on like a um, Blu-ray and stuff every now and again when I, when I see it. and uh, Maybe I will at some point and give it a, a watch again. Yeah, I've got the the Blu-ray uh, <laughs> over on the horror shelves. Yes. Um, all right, what's your number 85. All right, uh, so this will be a new entry. Uh, it's one I, I like quite a bit, and that is uh, Deadstream. You may continue. <laughs> uh, so I thought this was a really fun one. Uh, we must have done it, what, uh, probably like a year or two ago, uh, whoa, I guess at this point? Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. We never
1: reviewed Deadstream, Tim.
0: We didn't? I don't think we did. Oh, maybe we didn't. Okay. I, I think know. we just both saw it independently and talked about it a little oh, bit. I don't think we've ever okay. done it on the show,
1: so it's, it's on the to-do list at some point. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, that'll be a fun one to do. But uh, yeah, I, I like this one quite a hey, bit. No, I'm going to double check because you've got me paranoid <laughs> nose, <but. laughs> Um Yeah, I mean, uh, this is really fun. Uh, you have a... It, it's very Evil Dead-esque. Uh, I, I feel like in a lot of, uh, you know, it, it's set pieces. Uh, you have this kind of YouTuber, disgraced YouTuber guy who's like in this haunted house by himself. And... Um, a lot of freaky stuff that's happening um, you know and it really like puts him through the wringer. Uh and I thought there's like some generally cool creepy moments there's a lot of really funny moments uh, there's like some really cool gore uh, and yeah I think this is a very fun one yeah I can confirm we did not do it oh okay um, yeah I, I guess uh, Yeah, we must have just talked about maybe on like even more screams or something yeah yeah I imagine uh. so so it's, it's still all there to be done at some point uh, cool Good, good time. Yeah, no,
0: I liked the movie a lot, uh, and I thought about it sneaking onto the list, and I just kind of decided that um, I'd have to see it again because I don't remember how I felt about how it ended per se. Mm-hmm. But I loved mm-hmm. like the main character's antics and like his personality it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but uh, so I respect the pick. I absolutely respect it. So, uh, mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> uh, respect the pick. <laughs> my number eighty-five is the Final Girls. Mm, okay. Which is i. This is the first time this has happened. This is exactly the same number. This was 85 as well in 2017. So this is your last action hero, but slasher movie. Uh, I think it's got a lot of heart. It plays on the the horror movie tropes. Of course, it's more of a horror comedy, but it does have that whole element where it's this young girl who is seeing a character who is played by her dead mom in this movie that she transports into. So she has this like extra reason to try and protect her. So it's this kind of, and you know, I remember this coming from the fact that the the writer of the movie, like his what father or grandfather was, and
1: something in the in the Exorcist. Was it,
0: that's what it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that idea is there. Uh, you've got Adam Levine in there as well. He's mm-hmm. very memorable as like the eighties douchebag, and they do a lot of jokes where <laughs> the the eighties characters in the movie are really like slightly problematic, but all the modern mm-hmm. like teenagers are like, uh yeah, we've moved on from this a little bit but no it's like i love some of the way it plays with the the tropes and like you know they try and lure out the killer at one point by having the slutty character like just be slutty (laughs) at the window (laughs) you know just fun ideas like that it really playful but i think what surprised me about when we when we saw it and we talked about it on the show is just how much it it made me want to root for the main character you know by the time it Mm -hmm. turns into this big fight at the end it's like oh no i'm kind of rooting for her to win now because she's She's got motivation to fight. It's not just she's trying to survive. And I thought that was,
1: was quite good. Got a good script. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's more to it than just, you know, the premise alone, which is something you can have a lot of fun with. But I, I think the thing that's kind of surprising is, yeah, they did have a lot of, you know, uh, character moments and heart uh, to it, which you don't always get with these, you know, big premise uh, kind of movies. So, yeah, it's yeah. a really
0: good one. I enjoy that one. I mean, we just got totally killer, and you know, one of the main <laughs> things is that we could compare it to this, and it's like, yeah, it's lacking compared to this because it doesn't have that extra element. So, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: All right, what is your number eighty-four? Uh, so I don't know if we've done this one on the show yet, but uh, it's a movie I quite enjoy. Uh, that is the boy.
2: Um... <laughs> Son of a bitch!
1: <laughs> How dare you
0: subvert expectations? Uh, what did you give that last time? Oh gosh, went up. That, that that was number 90 for you last time okay do i need to hold it or
1: you may continue <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think this is a a solid uh film from william brent bell um uh <laughs> and uh yeah i mean what is there to say that we haven't <laughs> said already about it on the show uh, fun movie, creepy atmosphere, great little uh doll puppet, but uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it, uh to my dying breath, what really sells this movie for me is the ending. Like up until then, I thought like, all right, this is a pretty good movie, but it's just kind of, you know, average or whatever so far. But then the ending to me is so unexpected and buck wild that I. I, it just made me fall in love with it. I was like, "Yes, like I love uh, this zaniness and, and and where it's going. Like more of this, please." And um, yeah, it's uh it, it was. It's interesting to, you know see like the start of a franchise like in your lifetime. Yeah, you know? like when you're old enough to appreciate oh, franchises, up. and like you see shut someone up. like Brahms who you just know <laughs> is going to be a star.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe you just the sentence. You really see someone that's in your lifetime. <laughs> oh come on now. Shut up. That stupid ass movie does not belong in any top one hundred unless it's the, the worst one hundred of the last decade or something with like that.
1: <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs>
0: All right, my number
1: 84. I also, get, uh, oh. the, I also enjoy it a lot because you seem to not like it. So.
0: <laughs> oh, I got that impression, Tim. You seem to enjoy <laughs> uh, poking the bear, as it were. Mm. Uh, my number 84 is The New York Ripper. Oh, cool. Which is down from 43. It's another big drop. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is a Lucio Fulci movie. Uh, so, mm. so you'll kill a giallo. Uh, you've got detectives investigating the case. But, of course... This is the one that you might remember for the killer who only talks In like duck. Like, like, <laughs> like Daffy Duck specifically, no Donald Duck. Daffy's the Warner Brothers one. Daffy, uh, Donald D- Duck, the Disney one,
1: is like wah, wah, wah. I, can't, I can't even do it. that's pretty good. Yeah, it's like you said before, completely normal for Italians, but for mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else, it's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's got some really memorable scenes, though. It's, it's, it's obviously got a lot of style because it's filthy, it's this giallo, but, like, the killer is pretty heinous in this. Like, there's a, there's a whole mm. razor blade through a nipple scene, which <laughs> will be remembered uh, once you see it. Oof. You know? uh, so, yeah? So, I think it's got, I think it's got the style, I think it's got the, the, the interesting sort of killer who's got his own little gimmicks, mainly the sound <laughs> and the, the phone call stuff. But I, I remember just, like, this was my second Filchie movie. It was very different from the first thing that I saw from him. And I just remember thinking, oh, this is actually really cool and different. Um, obviously, I think at the time I hadn't seen a lot of Argento yet. And obviously this fits into a similar mold as to a lot of uh, Argento. I'm actually realizing something that I should have put in the list now that I forgot. Oh, well. <laughs> I think I know what you're thinking of. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I didn't even think about it, Argento. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Mistakes are had, mistakes are made, mm. uh, but that would bump Slumber Party Massacre at least off the list, and that'd be a shame. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, New York Ripper, I think, is pretty, mm. is pretty cool, and obviously, it's got that gritty 70s New York vibe to it as well, which is I a love that. Nice yeah. setting, you know, everything's very sleazy. There's a lot of walking down 40, <laughs> I think it's 42nd Street,
1: with all the porn mm-hmm. theaters and stuff, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <sighs> Yeah, I miss that New York. Uh I like similar to like Jason Takes Manhattan. Like I I like my New York to just have random like toxic waste everywhere. Just yes, like it yes. should feel dangerous like um well, uh, man, may I go. Now, sir. 83, on you go. <laughs> um this also might be a little controversial. I don't know if people are going to say like, "Oh, it's you know, not as much of a horror movie or whatever, but uh my number 83 is Psycho Gorman. Uh, which is, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, a little bit more on the comedic side, but it's almost like the, the horrific version of like, um, kind of like Power Rangers or, or something, uh, where you have like, you know, the, this kid, um, that inadvertently gets, uh, control of this like interdimensional alien, <laughs> like Hellraiser <laughs> kind of being, uh, it's... that must like obey her command. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we did say we'd do it in the show at some point, and it's kind of been lost in the shuffle, so it's still sucks. Did we not of... do it
1: either? I thought we did it. No, we
0: didn't. We didn't Jeez. do that one. What's uh. interesting is me and Tara just recently on Ace did Turbo Kid, and one of the things that I Ooh, I, yeah. I didn't realize when I saw... Because Turbo Kid was first, right? But watching mm-hmm. Turbo Kid now that I, I've i seen Psycho Gorman, I was like, you know what? These like They're different in terms of plot and that, but mm-hmm. the vibe they're going for is kind of similar. They've got this kind of... Yeah over-the-top retro sci-fi kind of mm-hmm. aesthetic and you know i just i was getting some similar vibes in the sense of humor mm-hmm. in both movies but yeah psychos gorman a lot of fun i actually didn't even think of it and probably mm-hmm. not that i'm disagreeing that it's not enough of a horror movie but mm-hmm. i think that made me not think of it though is that i just it That's never popped fair, yeah. in my head
1: mm-hmm. but i
0: did like it a lot though so pg for short everyone pg for short
1: <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, you know I, that's a, another thing uh, too. Maybe some re- one of the reasons why sometimes I think we did an episode about it is because I, I wonder if it's maybe a trailer that we talked about on on one of the bonus think, episodes or something. I
0: think so, and I'm sure it probably came up a little bit somewhere here or there. But uh, we should yeah. do it at some point. It's it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, and it's got you know in a in a world full of movies that have horrible kids in them. Um, I love the <laughs> evil
1: little bitch that's in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. I think like like for me like the. Yeah, it is very comedic, but for me, like, the horror elements, like, there's, like, definitely, like, body horror and gore uh, enough in there that, like, to me, that, it, you know, it, w- it would count, um, you know, for something like this. But, hey, you know, that's just me. <laughs>
0: no, no, that's fine. I-, I get it. I get it. That was a new entry, obviously, because it's a new movie uh, relative to when the last list was done. So, uh, my number 83 is well, another slasher movie from the 80s, and it is uh oh it's down by one it was 82 last time Mm. and that is new year's evil Ooh, okay yeah okay all right uh Mm. uh, this is a this is a fun premise this one (coughs) this is new year's eve Mm. and the killer calls into this you know countdown to midnight show on the west coast and says that he's going to kill someone at the stroke of midnight for every time zone in the u.s so when it hits (laughs) midnight on the east coast he kills someone it hits it uh, Central, I guess, is next. He kills someone, so and on, so on, and then it's, it's all sort of building up to him maybe coming after the uh, this uh, sort of TV host that's uh, doing this party, this woman. Um, and I, I vividly remember when we did the review, Tim didn't understand mm-hmm. that he's Tim thought that he was. Tr- Actually traveling from each time zone to commit the murders and not just doing them at the the right time. Um, And wondering how he got across the country that quickly. Uh, I still say it's confusing. (laughs) Uh, This is just a a really fun premise. I I think Mm -hmm. what's interesting about it is that the killer, there is like a little bit of a reveal, but it's not like a face reveal. You actually see the killer like throughout a lot of the movie. And he actually he sort of like goes to pick up a woman at a bar and tries to like find someone so he can then kill them mm-hmm. and it's like wait he's going to like chat he's so confident he's going to chat someone up in an hour so he's you know, so he kills them at the right minute that's actually mm-hmm. quite ballsy uh, <laughs> but I, I I love the the gimmick this is a, again another slasher movie with a gimmick that just kind of ties it all together mm-hmm. and makes it a lot of fun plus the idea that it keeps coming back to this countdown show for New Year's it is easily. Mm-hmm like there's a few other horror movies set in new year's eve this is easily the only one that actually feels like a new year's movie because there's not a lot to do with Mm. new year's christmas you got christmas decorations you can do something with presents there's a lot of things you can do to make it feel christmassy new year's i feel like the countdown to midnight is the only thing you've really got and this entire movie is built around the countdown to
1: midnight Mm. so good fun (laughs) i enjoy it yeah it's a fun one um i I almost wish it became a franchise because yeah we have so few uh New Year's horror yeah. movies. It'd be nice. Uh, yeah, there's a couple more. Yeah. Uh, you could
0: just name it with the years, like New Year's <laughs> Eve 1992 or whatever the next one would be. Yeah. <laughs> so that is good fun. Uh, so what is your number 82?
1: That would be Reanimator. The hold. classic. Hold.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. You hold that shit. You secure that shit, Tim. <laughs> Got it. You secure lock. that ship. Although well um here, I'll tell you that last time you had it at twenty-six. Oh, okay. So down quite a bit from uh <laughs> from before. Alright. That is we'll move. We'll move <laughs> on. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Uh my number eighty two, another uh, slasher. There's a lot of slasher movies in my like low <laughs> my low numbers. Uh and that is the Prowler. Which okay. uh, is down a little bit. It was seventy seven last time. This is from the same director as the fourth Friday of the thirteenth. This is what he did before that movie, mm-hmm. and I remember liking it. But when we did it for the show, and when I say we did it for the show, we did it for the show in like episode seven, right? This was like way back at the start. Yeah. It's probably worth doing again, given that times <laughs> were very different back at the start, but. I remember it's like, oh shit, these kills are great. This is got some of the best kills of any early eighties slasher movie. You know, it's like the only thing that kind of sucks about it is that the killer's like get up. He's meant to be like this ex-soldier kind of thing, and he's got like a mask on. It, it just looks a bit plain, so it's, it doesn't have the iconic mask or anything that some of the other slasher villains do. But the kills are great, and it's got all the eighties characters. It's got, it's, you know, it revolves mostly around like dorm rooms and stuff. The killers like mm-hmm. killing people in. But there's a great kill in a shower, there's, like, blades going all the way through people's heads, uh, there's some fun tense stuff towards the end with the chasing of the final girl. It's basically got all the key ingredients of a good 80s slasher movie, uh, but with the great kills to kind of really back it up, which is probably what gets it above some of these other slasher movies that I've I've brought up Mm -hmm. already,
1: is that this one has those kills. So... Yeah, straightforward. I, I don't have much to add. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to redo it for the show because I, I remember not being super big on it, but it was so long ago that, um, yeah, probably would be due for a, a rewatch because I, I really don't remember much about it. Uh, that's fair, yeah. I mean, it was like, what, eight years ago? <laughs> that's yeah, I, I want to say there was like a memorable kill in a shower, I, I think, but. Yes, it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Cool. Uh,
1: <clears throat> 81? My uh, 81, so. Uh, there's a little film called Us. Ah, and... you may continue, and it's obviously <laughs> a new entry. So yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't sure if it, if it was new because it, it would have been at least a couple of years old. But I, I no, I, I mean, I, I feel...
0: uh, I'll put it this way: Tim Get out wasn't even out. I think. Well, actually, no, no, Get out was out when we did the last list, but only
1: just. Only jokes, okay. um, Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Jordan Peele made, like, a really big impression uh, with Get Out. So, there, I feel like there's a lot of hype for this movie. And I remember coming out of the theater being like, wow, uh, like, I'm pretty floored by it. But, like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, he's, this guy's not a one-hit wonder. He is, uh, like, you know, he's doing something really interesting here. And then I was kind of surprised that I feel like um, is it it's a pretty mixed one. Like, there are definitely people that like it, but I feel like there's a lot of people that also uh are not huge fans uh, i don't know I, I think it's really cool uh i think it's an interesting premise like i don't know, like doppelgangers are just uh something that's kind of interesting and eerie to me uh i think obviously jordan peele is like a very good uh director so it's like yo it, it looks really good it has like good music um some creepy parts some creepy gore uh and i don't know i i, I just find it like this is like another kind of movie that i just think is uh really interesting and kind of fun to think about um so yeah i've I've always been kind of surprised that you know some people are a little more harsh on it but uh i mean i i I like it i think it's the weakest of these three but i do Mm -hmm. still like a lot of it i I, I do
0: just think some of the plot is a bit iffy towards the end and like sure but yeah yeah, there's a lot of good creepy moments though the horror direction is is on point as as the other movies have been so i I can't fault it like if i was doing my top Mm -hmm. 200 it, it probably would be in the next (laughs) 100 which i don't know what that says at that point but yeah yeah uh cool so my number 81 we're back to a holiday themed movie this is oh down one space again this is uh from 80 last time to 81 this time that is christmas evil nice okay
2: oh okay Okay. i'll continue (laughs)
0: uh yeah i love this weird little movie it's it's, (laughs) this this character who's obsessed with christmas about the sanctity of Christmas and he loves Santa Claus. He's got his decorations up in July and he works at a toy factory and everyone else who works there are just, you know, regular grunts who don't care about anything (laughs) except their paycheck and so on. But this guy loses his cool, goes a little (laughs) psychotic. Um, He starts delivering presents himself to children around the city, um, but ends up killing some people as well. Right. Uh, Cause on a rampage and it's, i think the way i described it last time we talked about it is that it's kind of like like almost taxi driver-esque but the guy's obsessed (laughs) with christmas and being santa claus um and on top of that like it is very Christmassy in vibe not just because he's dressed as santa and Mm -hmm. everything else but it's talking about christmas constantly and the ending Mm -hmm. which i will not spoil is one of the most out of nowhere batshit like, you did not see that coming mm-hmm. endings where it's just like, oh, they just did that and it always leaves a smell in my f- I've seen this movie, like, three times now and mm-hmm. it's only just gotten more enjoyable each time. Like, I really like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like it as well. I think one of the things that's kind of weird to me about it is I, I feel like the ending is, like, the big thing that I always remember and that I feel like I always forget, like, a, a lot of the rest of the movie, which doesn't mean that I don't like it, but um, I think that is something that kind of keeps it off the list for me is that... Um, okay? Yeah, it maybe it's maybe I just need to w- watch it a, a few more times, or maybe it's been a while. But, um, yeah, I, I I will say though, like I I totally agree, the ending is so great and so out of nowhere. It's it's so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I like it quite a bit. So, what is your number eight, Tim? Uh, so maybe another controversial pick. Uh, but I I do like to have like a, a list that does have. You know, a fair amount of like representation and does has like a lot of like different kind of genres and styles and stuff. Uh, so, um, my number 80 is uh Vampire Hunter D, which is an anime. Uh, and ah, this I, is
0: you had this last time, Tim. Okay, um,
1: uh, this was number 45 last time. Okay, uh, so I mean, I don't, I don't know, I, I guess I don't really talk about that much because I, I don't think it, you know, it's it usually doesn't <laughs> come up on the show, but, uh, I'm actually, uh, like, I love horror movies and everything, but I'm also a pretty big, uh, animation nerd. Uh, I, I really like, uh, animation, um, yeah especially, you know, traditional 2d drawn animation. Uh, and, um, yeah, you know, I, I like a lot of anime and, uh, you know, this is like a really cool anime from the eighties. Uh, so obviously, you know, there's a lot of like action to it. So I don't know people might be like, Oh, well, you know, it's more of a, an action thing. But I mean, it's, you know, it's about a, a vampire hunter who's, you know, trying to protect this girl from vampires. So there's lots of really cool monster designs. And I, I think there's like actually some, you know, creepy moments and stuff in it, you know, in, in between kind of like the action and vampire hunting. But, uh, yeah, I just think it looks really cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I cannot comment. Not surprised. A <laughs> like an
0: anime me, Tim. So I didn't yeah. go near it. What can I say? Uh, yeah, yeah, my number 80 is an obvious new entry. and mm. uh, I kind of debated having this one on here just because, well, you know, it makes more sense later, but uh, mm. my number 80 is Pearl. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh This is obviously fairly recent. <laughs> I actually kind of avoided anything from this year just because I felt they were all too fresh to really think mm. about. But Pearl obviously was tail end of last year and it's the prequel to X and it's Mia Goth just giving this, you know, fantastic performance of this young girl who wants to be an actress and doing anything to make it happen it's a slow burn because you know it's not this movie where she's doing crazy stuff the whole time but you can sort of see her becoming more and more desperate and unhinged and the way it builds up to its final kind of act and some big moments towards the end And not just horror movie stuff, but even just... um, There's like a a monologue from her that takes place over (laughs) about eight minutes where the camera just sits in her face. And it's just her acting for eight minutes. And it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, It's a slow burn character movie that builds into a horror character over the course of the film. And if you've seen X, you know kind of like where (laughs) that goes further. Uh, But that was really well done. I I think Ty West is... um, You know, he's... He did, like, one movie everyone liked, and then he did a few things that were a bit more middling as far as how they were received, and then 2022, he just comes out swinging with with two (laughs) movies, and here we are. So, uh,
1: that's Peril. Yeah. So, I'm really excited for Maxine. I hope we get it next year. I don't know if there's a release date, but... I am
0: also excited. I feel like it's probably next year, but then again, all these strikes going on, who knows if uh, things are going to get pushed but hey uh there you go that's my number eight what is your number 79 <laughs> uh so
1: uh, it's a movie that i know you're not a, a super big uh fan of because <laughs> i think recently uh a friend was asking us about it you're kind of like eh. uh but my number 79 is funhouse uh this is a, a toby Hold. hooper movies oh okay <laughs> i'm, I'm Ken. of course i'm Ken okay <laughs> i did that because you
0: said before you like, oh i don't think you like this very much i was like, i'm going to mess with them
1: uh this appears to be a new entry for you as well tim oh cool uh so this is another one uh that kind of i forget if it takes place exactly on halloween but it is like a very autumn like fall movie like you, you know it's characters that are going to this kind of like fall carnival uh uh so it has like those strong uh vibes for me uh that i like um essentially you know it's about like some kids who may or may not uh witness uh a murder uh involving like this kind of freak (laughs) uh at the carnival and then um yeah it's kind of them you know running around like after hours and uh, i don't know i just got like the vibe and the setting of it and um i don't know i'm a big fan of a toby hooper i even though like he's done a lot of stuff that's not uh great but i think this is a, a pretty strong entry and it's like uh i don't know one of those movies i was like coming back to uh around uh, this time of year it's i don't know <laughs> i just like the the vibe of it
0: okay i'll be honest <laughs> tim i do not remember a single thing i know i've seen it but i don't remember anything about it so Maybe I'd (laughs) feel differently if I see it again, but Mm -hmm. as of right now, uh, I have no opinion, I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Number 79 for me is down Mm -hmm. a little bit from 73, and that is Final Destination 2.
1: Ooh, okay. That's a good one. Oh, I, but you I, may continue that <laughs> i was expecting
0: a hold there okay i'm very surprised by that uh,
1: all Again, right i may have forgotten <laughs> about it when i did the list
0: yeah i think this is the best one in the franchise i think the deaths are way more fun than the first one i think it has the right balance and tone whereas the first one has taking itself a bit too seriously that it feels kind of hammy mm-hmm. i think two just feels that like there's just enough of a wink wink nudge nudge sense of humor to it the the elaborate it's more about the fun of seeing how the elaborate deaths are going to happen and the chain reaction the opening set piece on the the highway with uh, all the car crash stuff is fantastic uh, so much of it is practical as well something that has obviously eroded over the last couple decades in terms of movies mm-hmm. being made um, everyone remembers the kitchen scene uh, the fence there's just there's mm. so many like memorable set piece moments. Uh, the dentist Stevens another one. Like there's mm. just there's a lot of great big. We're going to splurge your budget on these effects and have fun with the kills. And then some of the characters are actually <laughs> quite fun to be around. Unlike the first movie when we did all these movies last year, I found most of the characters in the first one to be kind of irritating. <laughs>
1: so yeah, um, too. Yeah, this was such a surprise when we went back to the franchise because I had not remembered. Um, like, you know, it being this good, it really is, it's easily the best, uh, yeah, of the series, uh, and, um, yeah, that's, uh, surprised me. And weren't we supposed to get a new one? Was Well, yeah, what happened with that? the <laughs> reason
0: we did them all is because we were expecting a new one in October last year, and it's still in the works, apparently, but, uh, uh-huh. at least we're ready when the time comes, Tim. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I had more fun going through those five movies than I did Subspecies, so. That's fair. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, all right. What is your number 788? That would be Zombie. Hold! Okay. <laughs> that, that means uh, Zombie 2 specifically. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's because of the different titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, AKA, is it Flesh Eaters also? <laughs> Z- zombie Flesh Eaters in the UK, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: you don't actually have that from last time. That's a new entry for you. Ooh. I, I, you know what I... I think it was when we did it for the show, which I think was like, like a few years ago now. But Yeah, I think yeah. Doing it on the show, I was like, oh, wow, this is. And yeah, I'd seen it before, but yeah, that really made it stand out uh, when we did it. Yeah, so that was 7-8, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my number
0: 7-8 then. Uh, we're back to festivities because it's Silent Night Deadly Night. <laughs> which okay, is. Go on. Yeah, which is down uh, from 69 uh, from last time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, obviously, two is got the big famous scene right the rampage down Mm -hmm. the street the garbage day all that stuff right yes the highlights into it are phenomenal but half of it's just repeating the first movie i (laughs) like the first movie a lot i i love this like like build this trauma including santa claus which a lot of christmas horror movies do but this is maybe the one that does it the best or at least Mm -hmm. the most fun where you've got this killer dressed as santa going around yelling naughty as he kills people (laughs) and you know there's beheadings of you know Kids who are on uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call it going down snow? Oh, right, on the sled. On the yeah. sled—that's that, the word, sledding. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, and then you've got uh, just this like evil nun who's personally responsible <laughs> for how effed up this kid is in the head. Like she has just made him psychotic the way she treated him
1: as a child. And so I, I think that's what's... all really funny in a really kind of dark way. But <laughs> yeah, and <on> you go. <laughs> I mean, what's so interesting about it is it's actually like a pretty reluctant killer, but it's just life has been so shitty to this person for no reason, mm. like that. It, it's like it's almost forcing him <laughs> to become like a crazy serial killer. Yeah, the, the fact that he's asked because he, he gets a job at a toy store when he's eighteen. <laughs> And he says the
0: manager's like, "Hey, the guy who was going to play Santa couldn't make it, so you're going to have to do it." And like, it's like, "Don't force him I mean, to do that." He went to Santa Claus Kelly's parents. He's got he's got some <laughs> psyche issues there. So even the fact that it forces him of the outfit and that's partly what yeah. makes him snap and sort of goes turn into a killer. Uh, I I just find it very fun, and I've watched this like four or five mm. times now, and I just it, it's mm. pretty endlessly rewatchable to be honest. It's just got that right charm, the right type of acting, the right mm. type of goofy kind of elements to the plot. But enough meat on the bone to really
1: kind of enjoy. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think the problem for me w- with doing this list is I'm still in Halloween mode. I, I couldn't, yeah, you know, <laughs> I-, I couldn't get too much into Christmas <laughs> mode. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, the-, the
0: Christmas horror movies deserve to be included here, okay? they
1: they're great. But yeah, I mean, so if important. we did this list in December, it'd be much different.
0: Um, <laughs> so. All of a sudden, Jack Frost Two is in your top ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, filthy
1: animal. What's uh number seventy seven? Uh that would be the Gary Busey classic, silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh down a little bit for you. That was seventy three last time. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, like, I just like seeing your face light up at the mention of Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, you know, you know me. I love I love a bit of Gary Busey uh but no i mean this is based on a Stephen king um you know what's interesting is originally this was supposed to be a calendar this story (laughs) (laughs) like uh which I, i don't think i don't know if there's like any other movie that can say that what a weird useless fact you've just whipped out (laughs) like some people approach Stephen king and they're like hey we want you to do a calendar for us like each month like it'll be like a horror story like you know each month you'll you'll have like different like little paragraph and like a drawing and and stuff and like and Stephen king was like uh that's ridiculous but you know what uh i kind of like the idea of like doing a story where it's like each month um you know we'll uh like follow a, a thing uh so he basically came up with this. And so it's, it's it's a short, I don't know if you'd call it like a novella or something, but <clears throat> it's short. It has really good artwork by uh, Bernie Wrightson. Uh, but I think this is a really, really fun uh, werewolf picture. Um, I really like uh, the look of the wolf in this. I like the the mystery of finding out who it is. Um, Gary Busey is, is actually kind of subdued in this, but it is There's still a rocket-powered uh, wheelchair at one point. I mean, that's, yeah, I was building up to that, but yeah, that's definitely <laughs> uh, a part of the selling point. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I really like, it. I think it's, you know, one of the stronger uh, werewolf movies out there. Awoo. Awoo, very good. <laughs> uh, all right, my number
0: 77 is a definite new entry, and that is Saint Maud. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this yeah. one. Uh, I did. You did, yeah. Uh, I actually almost forgot this. I was just kind of, like, going over the last few years again see if I missed anything that I should consider. And I spotted this and went, oh, yeah, I actually really liked that movie because it was a really good slow burn of this devout nun slash nurse. Actually, she's not really a nun. She's a nurse. But she, she's very devout and religious. And she wants to, like, help her patient. And she's very sexually repressed. And it's one of those movies where you can take, like, her hearing this demon's voice in her head as either literal as that she's been you know basically manipulated by something satanic or a demon or you can take it as no this is her own messed up head mm-hmm. and like because she's been so repressed and she's been so hard on herself and we see examples of her trying to date mm-hmm. and trying to interact with others and it always kind of a comes crashing down when it hurts inside and the you know it honestly the the ending like the last like 10 minutes is absolutely fantastic like the like the big climactic stuff that the movie does with what she ultimately is going to choose to do um for her patient and for herself and then kind of like some sort of you know ambiguous things that maybe happen right at the very end uh, i think it's really well done and the movie kind of had me hooked especially the more it went in i thought it was a really good character study movie of someone mm-hmm. who was yeah, kind of somewhat to darling i suppose in a way where it's like the, the, this sort of like insight into this one very flawed person and you sort of start to understand how they're flawed how they think and what bad things that might lead to uh very good so it's a british horror movie from 2018
1: or
2: 2019
1: you hated it then (laughs) i um i really don't remember much about it i remember it being hyped up a lot and i just remember it not really doing much for me but um yeah uh I, 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 don't, I don't know. I Maybe I was in a weird headspace or maybe I wasn't paying attention when I watched it or something because it's like we we did do it for the show. So no, no. maybe I was more casually watching it and maybe, maybe I some you stuff. Know, I don't know.
0: It's okay for you to not like things that I like, Tim, mm. but it's, it's definitely <laughs> better than the boy and that's what's
1: important here. so <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people do like it, which is, I don't know, like, I don't know, so, like sometimes when I'm like, uh, you know, when there's something that seems to be like a lot of people are talking about and loving it and then I don't like it, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I missed something. <laughs> maybe maybe you did but uh don't miss your number 76 tim which is uh next uh that would be host the from uh 2020 yeah so that's a new entry obviously uh you may continue yeah no it was an interesting time it was kind of like you know at the the height of the or very early on the pandemic so it it was interesting to see something new and especially something that was about that like you know it's the whole thing takes place over zoom uh which, you know, is something that a lot of people were starting to do and get used to, so it's, like, you know, it's gimmicky, but I think it's a gimmick that, you know, worked and, you know, in a very interesting way and was something kind of new and different. And, yeah, and then there's, like, some legitimate, you know, the you know, it's a basic story, you know, it's, like, a, you know, seance kind of thing that they're doing and, you know, awaken some spirits, but, you know, you get some legitimately, like, creepy stuff out of it, and, you know, it actually uses, like, the, You know, platform really interestingly, so solid pick.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting little movie that I thought was very effective for a movie that was made during quarantine, where everyone had to basically just film their own stuff at their own house. Yeah, Uh, it was very effective for for what it was, and I had a good time watching it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't rank it super high though. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it was good. (laughs) I'm gonna try to poo poo anything, Tim. (laughs) Okay. all right uh my number 76 is down a little from 67 and that is child's play 2 oh hold (laughs) Uh, i thought i thought that might be a hold (laughs) there you go okay well that case what's your
1: number 75 uh i I know this is one we disagree about but god damn it i I love it and that is drag me to hell uh you know okay uh, sure number one Raimi fanboy over here uh Yeah, obviously, you know, it's not as good as the Evil Dead movies, but I think this was, like, a really solid return to horror for the horror meister, and... (laughs) The um, horror meister. (laughs) Which, by the way, before you continue,
0: that is down just a little from number 69 last time.
1: So, you know, it's interesting, because, you know, I, I didn't... I purposely did not look at my list when... Uh, I was making this new one because I didn't want to be influenced uh, uh, by it. So um, it's interesting when stuff kind of lines up in a very similar area with, yeah, without looking. Um, but I mean, I, I think this is really solid. Uh, it has a lot of good gore and antics. Um, there's a goat in it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a. Uh, so Higa Zusa is coming up then, is it? <laughs>
0: that was the one with the goat milking Tim. You really oh. like
1: that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil my number one, but um Yeah. Uh Oh, look okay. at
0: he's all flustered cuz I brought him the no, gold Melken
1: scene. <laughs> no, no, no. God damn it. Uh I just noticed. Um <laughs> uh, <gasps> a movie I may have on here twice that I will have to fix. But oh, no. <laughs> we'll have to do that next show. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Just to slot in something you forgot to put in and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me highlight that. So, yeah. uh, you know, and it, no, Drag Me to Hell, I, I think, is uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I love, um, yeah, like the the gore. Uh, there's some dodgy CGI in it, uh, but whatever. I mean, other, other than that, I think it's, uh, it's really cool sam raimi movie with stuff in it (laughs) okay (laughs) what a a cutting critique
0: analysis that was. it's got stuff in it i love stuff neat it's the best all right my number 75 is a is a definite new entry because it only came out in this last period and that is a little indie film called they look like people I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, we've we've done that in the show. This is something I discovered uh, whilst I was (laughs) streaming. And it was just kind of like a random watch because it was on, like, Prime or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I ended up kind of loving it. It, it, It's this little movie about a guy and his best friend. They're they're adults. but They were friends as kids. And Mm -hmm. his best friend's down his luck and ends up coming to stay with them for a while because he's having hard times. And the guy is basically disturbed and thinks... He keeps saying that people are being replaced by aliens or something like that. Mm-hmm. He thinks people around him are being taken over uh, to the point where it's maybe a very dangerous delusion. And it's very much... A, it's a horror movie, but it's very much, again, a, a sort of psychological study of someone who might just mm-hmm. be breaking down but how dangerous that might be to the people around him. And apparently it's had a lot of acclaim for being a really, really good an authentic portrayal of someone who has that kind of delusions and how it can affect the people around them. Um, and I think some of the big dramatic points towards the end of the story, when it does get quite tense, are really well handled. And, you know, it does all this with all, without a lot of money. It's mostly taken place in an apartment and a couple of outside areas. You know, you can sort of feel it, it's a little cheap, but it never diminishes anything because it kind of, kind of works. It feels like this intimate little horror drama uh, but the the horrors of mental illness it's it's kind of hmm. unique and and different and it does a lot to like set up like how like close these guys once were and how they're kind of rekindling that friendship and how you're hoping that his influence may help this guy out um and obviously there's, a, there's the, the part of you that's like but is it all real is he right mm-hmm. is there aliens taking people over um but I, I almost forgot about this one, and I was just, again, I was looking through stuff from the last few years, I'm went, oh, wait, I really liked that. That was a really cool little movie. Uh So I'm looking forward to doing it in the show at some point, just to sort of analyze it properly and, and talk about it. But you may hate it, though, because it's, you know, it's
1: psychological, so. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful to me. Um I, I, was, I was trying to wreck my my head if I've seen this before. I, I, I don't think I have... Um because when you started off the premise sounded like maybe something i might have seen but then i think it kind of uh went off mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah um, i'm looking forward
0: to honestly i'll have to go through our two top 100s and like flag mm-hmm. everything that we've not done and sort of put it on like a short list so that whenever we need like a random episode we can mm. pick from those and you know give the audience some good movies for a change unlike <laughs> subspecies go. five
1: <laughs> so uh what is your number 74 timmy uh, so this is one that I think we we kind of disagreed on. I I, I I like these movies a, a little bit more than you, although I forget if if there was a big divide uh, or not. But um, my number 74 is Scream 6. Uh, I oh. really, really I these last two entries I thought have been a, a breath of fresh air. And I was actually surprised at uh, how much I, I've dug them and I've dug the new characters um and. and yeah kind of like the the story uh and stuff and um so i was kind of debating if i should do the fifth one or the sixth one on the list but I did, I did like the sixth one better um it was nice to get like a new setting um and you know to follow around uh, some of these you know characters that <clears throat> i'd grown to like from the last one i think there's some really gnarly kills uh i liked you know uh some like parts where the story went um you know there's a little some gripes here and there but overall i, I thought this was a, a really solid entry into a franchise that i honestly was never the hugest fan of like you know i i, I like you know the earlier movies but they're never like my go-to franchise uh as it seems to be with like a lot of other kind of people around like you know my, my age um so but yeah I, i've really liked uh, these last couple of ones
0: I mean, I think we were pretty in line on six. It was five that we were kind of split on. I thought six okay, had. Yeah. I thought sixes location and set pieces were a lot better. So even though the mm-hmm. convoluted, you know, who's the killer nonsense towards the end was yeah. was iffy as it always is. Uh, I enjoy six for the most part. Uh, okay. Pro- pro- it's probably the second or third best in the series, to be honest. If I'm yeah, yeah. Really forced to think <laughs> about it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Obviously, that was a new entry because uh, it's a new movie. So, mm-hmm. uh, very cool. Uh, all right, my number 74, which is down just a few slots from number 70, is Get Out. Hold. <laughs> I thought it might be, Tim, just a sneaking yeah. in suspicion. <laughs> so, in that case, you can go straight
1: into your number 73. I think you already mentioned this, so maybe this is our first... <gasps> this is our first... Unhold? Like, our, yeah, our first unhold. Yeah, go on, hit me with it. Was it? Uh... And now I feel bad if it wasn't one you you, you mentioned, <laughs> uh, but that is unfriended.
0: Yes, yes, unfriended was my number. Okay. Unfriended, unhold. <laughs> yeah, it was number eighty nine. was was unfriended for me. Yeah, what an inventive little yeah. movie. It's funny you brought up host mm-hmm. just a few entries ago because this to me was the even better. I mean, also, this came first, admittedly, but yeah, you know, this, this was. I think when we saw this, I think our general feeling was that this is way better than I think either of us thought it had any
1: right to be (laughs) oh yeah I I remember going into him and kind of being like "All right, so we're just gonna like make fun of this movie right like there's no way it's gonna be good and it was pretty surprising to be like oh wait no this is is?
0: and I'm sure we said this in the review but it was the way it used because obviously the whole movie is just looking at the computer screen right it was Mm -hmm. the way it used little things like the the main character typing something then deleting it so you knew what was going on in her head but (laughs) she was too scared to say it or what she was googling when she was talking to the others, or you know, just all these little details that tapped into like an experience that, at least, all of us in our kind of like generation and lore have of like being yeah. online and doing these little decisions. So it kind of spoke to us in a way that a movie never spoken to me before. And it used yeah. like, honestly, other than the final like 30 seconds, which goes for a really shitty, like typical jump yeah. scare thing. <laughs> yes. I really liked Unfriended. I was super into it. I thought
1: it was a great, uh, even the sequel's pretty good. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, uh, it, it's pretty shocking, but yeah, the, the characters are like, <laughs> you know, like shitty teens, but that really works for the story. And it's interesting to see how the story, uh you know, plays out. And, um I, again it, it feels very gimmicky but then it's like surprising that like oh you're doing a lot of things that i wouldn't have thought of to do with this you know like this style or whatever it, like yeah, they really it, use the medium to its benefit
0: it does everything that they probably could have done with the premise and then they actually mm-hmm. found a way to shake it up with the second movie which was very yeah. impressive <laughs> yeah uh but both in the type of protagonist and also what the threat was was very different so <laughs> very very interesting uh so yeah Unfriended. uh surprisingly good movie honestly <laughs> uh all right so that was your number 73 73 uh did you have that last time no you couldn't have done no okay mm-hmm. all right um all right so sonny you're 70 oh my 73 well brother. you're 73 yeah yeah and funnily enough this is also an un- hold. <laughs> oh okay yeah <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Zombie 2 slash zombie slash zombie flesh eaters. Oh, nice. Written <laughs> by Lucio Fulci. Uh, called Zombie 2 because it was marketed mm. as a sequel to Zombie in Italy and Zombie was Dawn of the Dead. So Dawn they were being the a bit yeah. cheeky. Yes. But this is the Zombie versus
1: Shark movie
0: with lots of good music <laughs> and style.
1: Yeah, and just like really great zombie action. <laughs> like, um, like, obviously, you know, Zombie vs. Shark is like the big thing that's in it but um there's lots of really cool stuff and like you know it, it's interesting just to kind of see like the way the, the like kind of the differences like i i feel like you know the uh they they treat zombies versus like you know the american zombies or whatever cuz like the american zombies i feel like are very like animalistic you know they're running after you and trying to eat you and stuff like this like they feel more menacing like you know they're like yeah i'm not just gonna eat you i'm gonna like grab you and like (laughs) drag your eye through like this like wooden spike (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) it's a very memorable scene
0: uh even just the scenes of them all getting up out the ground with the maggots and stuff on them it's it's very distinct there's really good zombie stuff honestly the only reason why this isn't even higher for me and, and probably you as well is that the characters are just kind of there. They're just, they're whatever, right? right? You don't really care about them. There's not much to them. Mm -hmm. They're badly dubbed as a lot of these characters in these types of movies are and it's just, but you know, you're there for the zombie action. You're there for how well
1: it's shot and (laughs) on those accounts, it's very, very good. Yeah, like the, like, what sets it apart from like you know romero zombie films like those are always about something they have like this underlying like metaphor or allegory to them that you yeah. can always like you know discern like oh it's, it's also about this well, like
0: to be fair tim there is an underlying theme in this is we want money so we made a Don of the right. dead sequel
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah <laughs> there's that um but no like th- these are just like yeah like um we don't want to think about it too much let's just have like lots of really like cool zombie stuff and i like the like the different like the zombies just like grosser like you know when i think of like the romero zombie films like they're kind of just like people but like you know the skin's like a little different and maybe like a little decay in here like here they're basically like walking corpses like yeah. a lot of the time like but which is like very gnarly it, and cool looking
0: even the opening which is like the boat that's sort of like just floating oh, yeah. outside the new york mm. city and like the cops come really <laughs> like, check on it it's just kind of good, good spooky feeling you know it's like it's really yeah. like i think it's filch's <laughs> direction more than anything else Mm-hmm. that really sets it apart despite all the characters being utterly forgettable so yeah. uh, very good alright so that'll take us on to your 72
1: uh, so again I think this is a one that we kind of uh, differed on but I uh, think this movie's a lot of fun and that is Trick or Treat oh yeah 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 uh, this was 72 uh, for you last time so it's oh, down, wow. down just a touch
2: oh no
0: it's the exact same you're no right. it's the exact
1: same uh, again very funny that <laughs> I did not plan that uh, at all um but no I, I think it's a yeah it's a fun uh, anthology movie um i like pretty much all uh, all the story you know or different plot lines uh that are in it um some fun kills i so, like some fun mythology stuff um yeah it's just a good time again it's uh you know another one that takes place on halloween maybe maybe i, I just uh was missing halloween so much when i wrote this list on the uh, no it's 1. not even
0: been a week it's been, like the time of recording it's been what's three days no two days it's been two
1: days since halloween
0: a man can mourn <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah that's okay uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not i'm just not hot on it and we'll just leave it at that
2: <laughs>
0: go back and okay. check out the review if you want to hear uh, the debate and the the full thoughts uh, all right kill cool. so that was your 72 my 72 mm. is arachnophobia which is uh up like slightly it. this was 78 last time so this is up six spots mm-hmm. uh yeah this is I, I like this i watched this again last year and it's um obviously it's a movie about spiders it's got uh jeff daniels in it and some other mm. recognizable faces john goodman as the exterminator mm-hmm. all good fun it's mm. not obviously a hardcore horror movie but i think this is like one of the best it's not like a pg but it, it doesn't like Feel like it's held back by that. It feels like it's exactly as like spooky and like creepy as it should be for what it is. So you've got the small town setting. Jeff Downs is the new doctor in town, and no one believes him that there's something mysterious about these deaths. Where he's like, no, there's some sort of bait going on here. There's some sort of venom in the system or whatever. And it's you know it's a spider movie. The spiders crawling in the shoes. You've got the big cobwebs in the in the barn. At one point, it's just it's a really fun uh this is exactly the sort of like horror movie you show to like a seven-year-old to get them into horror you're like no yeah. watch arachnophobia there's nothing in it that's too spicy and it'll you know <laughs> if you're into this you'll, you'll maybe get the taste and you'll you'll want some more uh so <laughs> it's a feel good movie me though yeah
1: um yeah i i like this movie as well it's uh it's uh I, I haven't seen it a ton though like i've probably only seen it once or twice but uh, i remember liking it cool cool uh, which takes us on to what will be your final number of the episode. Uh, that would be The Blob. Of course, the 1988 hold! remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> you hold
0: that, you bastard. All right. All right. Okay, I'll need to write that down for you, though. Uh, did you have that last time?
1: I don't know if you did. You I don't off. remember. Uh, you did not so that's okay. a new entry for you very good all right. uh, in the years between the lists I must have got it on Blu-ray and yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't it seen it time. last
0: time uh, when we did yeah. the last list so this was a, a new one for me uh, alright so my 71 then uh, final here and I suspect I'm going to hear a yell here uh, 71 for me just down slightly from 66 is Rengu yeah, hold hold it, please. <laughs> <laughs> hold it, yes. I figured you may say that, Tim. Uh, yeah, this was interesting. When we started, just before we started recording this, we said we weren't sure how many we'd do. And I said, mm-hmm. if we get, we need to do at least 30. And if we get mm-hmm. to 30 and we're under 90 minutes, we'll do another 10 and we'll leave 30 for the next two parts. But mm-hmm. we're actually over two hours. <laughs> oh, boy. After 30. So uh, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll do mm-hmm. the next batch uh and, uh and it'll be about two weeks uh T- tim's mm. busy next week so uh you'll be getting part two of this later in november and then parts three you'll sneak in right before the end of the month or maybe at the start of december but uh don't worry it won't impede on any christmas episodes where we'll, in fact, we'll be talking about that soon what what movies we're going to do mm-hmm. but uh yeah so hopefully you've enjoyed part one and seen where some of these earlier movies mm-hmm. are slotting in Tim, you had a lot of new entries, and it wasn't like just all new movies. You have a lot... like I'd say more than half of what you said that, that episode was new
1: compared to last time. Uh, so, um, Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go back and uh, <laughs> recheck the list because, yeah, I'm interested to see the differences right. now. You don't have to. I'll be going to tell you at the end when we're done. Okay. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to
0: list every, every movie you had last time mm. that you don't have this time. I'm going to shame them and say, hey, this is what you left off this time. Oh, and we're okay. going to see what you have decided you hate since last time.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's a couple that I'm just—I'm pretty convinced. Like that. Like I like you. Don't don't tell me. Don't spoil it. But I've got a pretty good feeling that the Silent Hill movie's not going to be in your top 100 this time. <laughs>
2: I've got—I've
0: got a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> that said, though, you've got that one you need to fill in. Maybe you're going to pick that despite me, but. <laughs> <laughs> anywho uh so that's been part one of our top 100 uh the hope is is that because you know there'll be a lot more uh crossover the higher we go up the list Mm. and it'll be easier to do a batch of 40 maybe in the third Mm. part or even the middle part but we'll see how it goes we'll probably do the same thing next time we'll we'll say 30 Mm. but if we're done with that quick enough we'll do another 10 Mm. uh but it'll be three parts this has been part one hopefully you enjoyed it uh, by all means, uh, you can make your top 100 uh, and tell us in the comments if you like. Uh, but <laughs> I understand, though, if you want to wait until the final part before you reveal your whole list. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be giving us your number ones when we're like, saying, oh, no, you don't get that yeah, yet. of course. Yeah. You hold your horses. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Hopefully you're enjoying the countdown. And we'll be back with part two. Uh, in in about two weeks give or take Mm -hmm. but uh, thank you very much for joining us we appreciate it and why am I going to the the end of the outro already patreon.com slash Melfast (laughs) TV support us on Patreon and every month you get a bonus episode of Screams After Midnight which came back in October Uh, there was two Mm -hmm. bonus episodes in October there'll be one every month starting this month Uh, we haven't picked what that is yet but I'm sure that's something me and Tim will talk about in the next week Mm -hmm. or two and uh, even more screams which is the five dollar tearing up bonus show uh, where we just talk about all the different random horror movies we've been watching the month that'll be back starting in december uh we're we're, we're, we're we've taken an extra month off from that so we could we've got time to do all the, the countdown mm-hmm. uh, but that'll be back next month on patreon but uh mm-hmm. go check all that support the show keep the lights on and keep watching horror movies we'll see you next time